Hey, welcome to Nuclear Podcast, episode three. Um, actually, two point five, three hundred fifty-eight days and a half. Um, King of th- Mars. Yeah, this is a continuation. We missed a lot of talking points and a lot of stuff in general. So here we are doing it again. Um, but uh, yeah. First off, Jihad, how was your week? Pretty good. Got a lot done. Um, what my uh my my first firearm. Really, pretty, really uh, happy about that, and I'll legally. get more into that. Yeah, <laughs> legally, of course, I'll get into that later on. Uh, once we discuss, uh, today we're going to be discussing a lot of social issues and uh, what we talked about last week. We're going to so probably gonna... be problematic in a bit. I'm just saying, warning. It'll be super fucking toxic. Whatever, right off the bat. Whatever we're saying, please do not use against us in a court of law. Uh, cancel is right the fuck now. I don't. I don't care. Cancel the fuck out of me, Captain. <laughs> Please. Um. But yeah. Uh. So, which how you want to go about this? What What do you feel about like you know getting into first? Um. I think we can honestly piggyback off of uh, a lot of the um, you know, the anxiety and uh, <sighs> the different dynamics of dating that's been going on in the recent years. All right. That'd be fun. Well, uh, <laughs> I think we should start with like you know something like anxiety going on the first day. You know, first day tendencies, or like even when you're in the romantic relationship, like she invites you over the house too early. You're in an uncomfortable environment. Some people were just in that wink, wink, nudge, nudge at you. You know, shit like that. And, and you know, mm. we should probably explain that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man. So. I think some of the biggest anxieties we face is like everybody else in the, in the dating market and guys, guys and women. But um, I would say mostly, mostly guys really deal with the majority of the anxiety uh, because like dating nowadays feels like a job interview and it feels like you're qualifying to date somebody. Um, women always want somebody to be like six foot tall, have six figures, six pack abs and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they lack the same things they're looking for, uh like height their weight things like that that you might not entirely find attractive that might disqualify them but um most guys don't really care about those things they don't care about where you work or anything like that but uh it, they, we just care about looks but um it's all about like putting your best foot forward first impressions last forever <laughs> so it's like you have to go into everything with low expectations uh when you're meeting when you're meeting new people out there in the world and uh i don't know man it sucks I mean, I, I kind of agree. I feel like just I go generational rather than just with gender. I just feel like everybody is just so, so self-absorbed. It does feel like a job interview because you're just like, I mean, I'm naturally always nervous. I force my like self to like legit just be uncomfortable around people naturally because it, it's like a safety net for me. But um, like meeting a girl like i never make the first move i try to not and i'm not like oh i'm bad bitch deja but like it's hard to make the first move in general because like i'm always concerned am i going to come off too strong come off too weak should i slide into dms if it's like digital if it's like on a dating website or like that's a whole nother side of it but like organically i don't feel like people meet in person anymore unless it's like something like a club thing but like definitely now since we're in fucking quarantine um I don't feel like we're meeting anyone organically anymore. So it's like you're falling for not in love or in lust, but you're, you're 
it gets me nervous because I feel like most people don't look like how they look on the internet. And I'm like, mm. I become like looking at the person and I try to morph them into being that person that I saw in the pictures and then they're not. Like, there's a bunch of girls I know and dudes that I know who's just like, they use a lot of filters, they use Photoshop. Since your boy took a Photoshop class in college, I, I learned <laughs> how, like, oh, I know how you alter that image, but to the, the normal person, like, oh, I don't see the difference, but I can see filters. I can see, you know, a little bit of pooling on the hip, a little bit of curvature on a, you know, on the image. Right. And it's like, I feel like I'm more so disillusioned, which makes me nervous because I'm like, I don't want to be like, oh, like, you look different and make that side comment or whatnot. Just like, oh. And it's also oh, yeah. it's it's also a sign of like my bad. Uh, it's also a sign of like you don't feel comfortable with, with yourself. So me being an uncomfortable ass motherfucker to begin with, like I'm always nervous and shit. I know if you're doing all that shit, you have your own imperfections. So it's just like mm -hmm. you're subconscious about something, which makes me also subconscious about something. So even if I'm not uneasy, I'm supposed to go through it regardless because I don't want to seem like a dick and I don't want that to be my reputation. Right, exactly. So it's all about putting the best foot forward. You have to, and yeah, again, it's, it's like going into things with low expectations, because that person is not going to be who you built them up in your head to be when you meet them out in person, compared to as, you know, who they seemed like online. Uh, and that's where where I feel like a lot of the anxiety really sets in when you actually approach the date, when you actually, when you actually, you know, you make it, you set a date, you set a time, and everything. The reason why you have to go into with low expectations is because now, especially in today's dating world, it's vastly different than before. Um, you have to deal with ghosting. You have to deal with flaky behavior. Um, then there's like, um, God, there is this other term that was even worse than ghosting where like someone just completely blocks you on the dating app and social media, blocks your number, just completely everything. So you're just left there. <laughs> Just standing outside of some venue or some restaurant and uh you're just there and nobody to talk to and you're just like what the hell you got set up for four before not me personally um i've definitely had to deal with flaky behavior who hasn't but um i haven't gotten like legitimately stood up before thankfully um <clears throat> but again you just have to those are the things you have to deal with now today like it, it sucks it's so much worse than what it was like before and then you also have to worry about like the build up to that because you could be talking to somebody for like weeks, you know, months even. I don't know how the hell people do that, but like I try to keep it limited to a couple of days because you know I'm all about getting things done, not wasting my time. I want to know if you you're gonna be bullshitting me or not, <laughs> plain and simple. So you get you have to worry about things like that sliding into into the DMs, especially. I really don't do that um, on dating apps. I do try to. You know, I do try to, you know, ex extend the invitation like, hey, how you doing? I open up the first line or whatever just to show them I am interested in, you know, we're still holding on to those old gender norms where we have to make the first move. Sometimes I get lucky, but, you know, sometimes I don't. But us as us as guys, we always have to also worry about being screenshotted and embarrassed when we actually uh, message, you know, a woman that we like multiple times. Dude. And that's, that's awful. Yeah, I, I don't double text anymore. Like, I will only double text if she double texts me because I don't want to make it feel like she's doing the most. So, like, literally, even now, like, 
with my girlfriend, like, if she double texts me, I'll fucking double text her back. So it's like, even if it's like one sentence each, so I can make it seem like, yo, like, we're in the same boat. Because double texting always seems kind of cringy and weird to me, like, if I do it. Like, it's like, oh shit, like, I could have think of everything the first fucking time. Or, like, if it's meant in a comedic purpose, it works out better. But if it's not, it's just like, oh shit, I always yeah. feel fucking awkward. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's kind of fucking weird where it's just like, not, like I said, I always do generalization because it's just like, in my own personal experience and definitely in yours, like, I mean, not yours, but mine's, uh, I've been stood up before. Like I've been told like legit go to this place and like be there for like an hour waiting and just be like, no, I'm not coming up. I have you know, I had a mental breakdown, but find out she's just playing fucking video games the rest of the day, or like she's watching stuff, or she literally fucks someone else. Like, I I dealt with that before, um, but that was someone I've been personal with. In terms of like first date, like initial date, we met on OKCupid, we met on Instagram. I slid in your DMs or some shit. This is like I never had that before, but I had disappointing, like where like they talked a crazy game, not just sexually, but like they were mad interesting. And then we go on a date and it's just like, why are you like, sandpaper is more interesting than you. <laughs> and I had to force the conversation. That makes me like, mm-hmm. if I have to do more to talking than you do, and it's, you know, in a society where everything's equal now, if I have to do more talking than you, then it's an issue. Like, I feel like we should both be getting to know each other. But like, I tend to fucking get to the point where I'm interviewing you. Like, I'm legit yeah. interviewing. Like, what are you into? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It's like pulling teeth, and that's when you really just have to take the check and leave, <laughs> or, yes. or excuse yourself to the bathroom and sneak out the back. Honestly, yeah. dude, it is crazy because it's just like at that point. I mean, it, it, if there's legit interest like between you two, and you guys are going back and forth, shoot on it, or playing twenty one question, that shit is still very effective. Um, like playing twenty one yeah, question, it's fun. It's fun, honestly, like genuinely getting to know people too. It's rapid fire. If it's more in depth, question. Uh, in depth question, then you'll just be like spitballing faster, and like you guys can bring on that topic a little bit more. It's easy to do, but it might seem cheesy and outdated because you're just like, Oh, what are you into? or you know, what is your job? or what's your favorite color? Like, these things are simple, but it's enough to get a conversation rolling. Because I find like when I took I took a girl to vegan tree like two years ago for her first date and like she was like oh god oh yes we gotta tell you guys about the story later but yeah we're go gonna ahead. get into that but like uh, that was like my number one go to date spot because your boy is vegan and like two they make some made some bomb ass food um but uh yeah i wouldn't know i I wish you would never know (laughs) uh but yeah like the whole entire time she was just like egging me on to make the conversation she would look at her phone i'm like okay then she wasn't looking at her phone she wanted to get into the conversation but at that point i'm just like i'm mentally checked out and then i'm just like walking around the city with her like talking aimlessly about stuff and then we start clicking a little bit but it took so long to fucking get there and i'm always concerned because it's just like did i say something wrong i'm constantly reviewing my date every time in the date like it could be like i said i just said i'm like like in a fucking um ace attorney or something like or like a video game or like a, a fucking what is it tell uh telltale video game like uh <laughs> insta girl will remember this <laughs> right. oh insta girl does not like the way you said this <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's one of those type of things where it's just like you're constantly replaying it instantly and you're having those things in your head and it's just like i'm 
a nervous wreck when I get home. Like, I legit have to, like, get against the door after I close the door after I get in and just be like, <sighs> like, deep breath and all because it's just so fucking annoying, bro. Actually, um, it's funny that you actually, yeah, it was actually one time I've ever been stood up. I just really wouldn't call it like I just didn't really consider it. It just popped into my head because me and this girl didn't really have any history or anything like that. I didn't meet her in the app, but um, it was it was trying to I was trying to meet her, you know, talk to her organically. And funny enough, I was working at the art museum mm-hmm. uh, a couple years back, and she came up to me randomly. Like she was a new she was a new um new girl that was hired as a uh, a VSA, and um. She was uh she was new there and I remember her vaguely like when she first showed up for orientation just you know being shown around the museum and she randomly came up to me awkwardly with just like oh you know were you in a hookah bar last night and I was like uh, excuse me what and she was like oh were you in a hookah bar I was like no like I don't, I don't smoke hookah like I don't no I don't even like cigarettes but uh, she's like, oh I'm sorry like whatever and she left and then she came back again and, and um I reintroduced myself I was just like hey what's your name like I remember seeing you before like before today like you came like last week i know you're new here and you know we, we exchanged a couple words and she complimented me i complimented her and a week passed later on where me and a couple co-workers were gonna get dinner and drinks um so i thought it'd be a good idea to invite her along um i was checked out of dating after a horrible relationship um so i you know i wasn't putting myself out there so i was like hey let me try this one one time like let me just at least try to get my foot in the door and you know get back out there for sure so long story short, um, I invite her out and she's just like, gives me this excuse like, oh, you know, uh, my, my brother's coming into town this weekend. So I'm sorry. And it was around the time Bird Box was like really popping on Netflix. and Everybody's watching that movie. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, you know, my brother's going to come into town. So I might be chilling with him and blah, blah, blah. I was like, OK, cool. I mean, well, if you can't make it, just let me know. Here's my number. Text me. Call me. You know, get in contact. Just let me know. You know, I'm just extending that invitation. So long story short. You know, me and my coworkers are at dinner. We we're having a fun time, and me, I'm again. I'm I'm mentally checked out, just as you were in that date you were talking about. I'm just a little a little frustrated and just tired, and I'm asking myself like, why in the goddamn fuck did I even bother asking her out? I should have just kept my fucking mouth shut, minding my own business, and went on about my day. But here I am, twiddling my thumbs, waiting for a text back, a call, something. The entire note, the entire night goes by. I got nothing. Not a sink, not any anything, nothing, and um, they really fucking sucked. It was it was awful. It was it was it was so shitty. And I was around my coworkers; they were agitating me a bit, um, because <laughs> they were having fun and they were having a good time. And here here I am being stood up, and it, I was just like, wow, this sucks ass. I felt a little embarrassed, but um, then uh, I saw her like the next day or something like that, and she was just trying to play it off, like, oh, you know, yeah, my brother came into town, we hung out with friends, and we watched Bird Box on Netflix, blah, 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 and I uh, gave her that little shit-eating grin, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, cool, and then after that, like, I just completely ignored her, because then I realized that she was just bullshitting me, and it was a bullshit excuse, and uh, it, it sucks being stood up, and um, people just are very inconsiderate of others ghosting and it, it honestly hurts everybody. It's a cowardly way and it's very ineffective way to, you know, communicate with people and convey your emotions or how you feel. Just, just tell them you're not interested. It's not that big of a deal. You know, I don't, I don't think like in the grand scheme of things, like you're, you're, you seeking attention and validation from people is like more important than other people's, you know, feelings, I guess, or like their well being. Just, just tell them like, just, you're not interested. Let them go on about their day. 
Yeah. And it's, oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, but I was going to say, like, then after that, I tried Tinder. And, you know, my first date was exactly like what you mentioned. Girl was on her phone the entire time. She only wanted to talk about herself, honestly. When, when I spoke about myself and what I was doing at the moment, uh, it was kind of like in one ear and out the other. And she was just honestly not invested at all into the conversation it was it was it was like pulling teeth i wanted to leave so bad but we were in this small ramen shop and uh i also didn't want to be rude on the first date because it's again you, you're, you're faced with that anxiety of approaching things so i didn't want to be like hey you're on your phone it's kind of rude it's very inconsiderate i'm gonna ask you to kindly put that away can you like be engaging in the conversation i feel like i'm the one that's carrying everything here um so lesson learned <laughs> Do you feel like it's partly like, because I, I will make this play devil's advocate real quick. Do you feel like because you're not interesting enough that that's the reason why she did that? Or do you like think that she was just so much involved in talking about herself that she didn't have time for player two? No, absolutely not. Like, I'm I'm not like a self-absorbed person, but I'm always constantly doing things. I'm all, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm an artistic person. I do a lot of shit. But I'm not going to overcompensate and say I do all these things and make me sound like some amazing person. Uh, I'm just I'm just a chill dude. I'm very simple, but she was just so self-absorbed. And like you can tell because we live in this generation where, you know, you're, you know, social media is right there. You have instant access to everybody. She's texting friends and whatnot. She's going to go to this party later on. She was one of those party types. So it's probably somebody was always probably hitting up her line and they were going to go chill and party and, you know, do whatever. But her phone was just blowing up that whole night and it was just it was obnoxious <laughs> yeah i just i find that whole like looking at your phone definitely when we're first meeting each other like literally my mo is if i'm on a date i put my phone on silent exactly. if like even now like if my girl comes over i'm literally putting my phone underneath my bed and like mm -hmm. i'm not looking at it like everything in the world can wait nothing in my world is gonna be that eventful that i can't actually involve myself with because right now we're in a fucking quarantine so my all my attention is there and like i just find us to be so fucking rude when you yeah. pick up the phone and like while you're talking mid-sentence i'm like you mentally checked out but yeah. i can't dip i like <laughs> i can't i i'm not trying to dip because that's gonna affect me too like that's gonna make me feel like oh shit i'm such a dick i'm such a dick and i don't know if she's gonna be like screenshot you know the text or like like you know post about me and i'm just like oh i don't want to be that guy either and just generally it doesn't seem like what i wanted to do in general so like i will suffer through like four hours of chilling because usually that's like the first meeting like an hour or two to like four hours just to make me feel cool like that i did everything that i could but it's it's, it's too much like and in terms of ghost ghosting like I get it, like, you don't owe anyone anything, but if, like, you have romantic feelings or you were intrigued by this person's existence and you guys are talking, like, if it's, like, all right, you don't reply because some fuckboy or some fuckgirl, like, messaged you and you didn't like the way they were talking and you don't reply at all, cool. Mm -hmm. If it's, like, early on in the conversation, but once you guys are doing, like, the back and forth for a bit, like, the back and forth, like, a few days or a week, a couple weeks of, like, going back and forth, you owe it to that person to, or you, and you owe it to yourself for that closure. Like I said, I'm not commanding you to do anything. I'm not whatever, but you owe it to that person. You owe it to yourself that like, Hey, I'm going to close the door on this so they can reach other opportunities or they can understand like, I, I, I shouldn't keep trying or mm -hmm. like, 
am I insert number like am I entry number 21 and my entry number two like how many other people are you doing this with am I over explaining if I under explaining you're not letting me know what's going on yeah like, whatever like literally I was going back and forth with this girl like for about three years of like we would go on a date yeah no no this is it's great we would go on a date we would talk about hanging out next time we didn't we go on a date again we go shopping we do the whole you know going around getting coffee getting food type thing don't date again for like six months at a time then we're like yo we should definitely try this again we're definitely vibing off each other still never got Mm -hmm. anywhere and like this was like the last year i was gonna try and like Dude, I was just like, dude, what is is something not clicking if I'm not doing enough? Am I not enough as a person? Or is she just not clicking with me? And it's just like that whole thing is just it's it's tiresome. Like you just get tired of going for the same cycle because at that time you're going on the first date with another person. You gotta re explain the same talking points. You go on another date. What you found what you think you found interesting about yourself, you gotta re explain that again. And it just becomes like legit a fucking interview. Yeah. It does, and it becomes it becomes extremely repetitive, extremely repetitive, and you get exhausted. And it gets to the point where you don't even feel like explaining yourself anymore, especially if you're on a dating app, and you you have to sit there and ask yourself, like internally, you want to ask them, did you even read my fucking bio? Why am I sitting here explaining anything? Like if you have a bio and and, and you explain like what you're into, what you do for a living, your hobbies, blah 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 blah, but. Man, it, it just it just becomes way better to um sometimes just be a complete mystery. I don't know, man. <laughs> it sucks. Um one thing you did bring up to me, um, is like even like with my current situation, like don't over explain. Yeah. Yeah, like do not fucking over explain, like hold on to things. And I honestly believe that because I feel like in our generation and just in the information era, like people can find out anything they want about you. If you have something private that you're able to keep private at this point, like whatever is something serious or something like a playful night at the bar that went a little awry, but it's a funny story. Like hold on to those things, like use them when necessary. It's kind of like a fucking Estes and fucking, um, flask and fucking dark souls like <laughs> like dude you're not popping them every fucking hate you get like use mm-hmm. those practically because like if you keep using them they don't have the same effect like you're gonna dilute it at some point you're gonna get tired of using it it's not gonna taste the same it's not gonna feel the same and i am I'm, I'm just holding on to like over explaining like myself saying how much i care and shit like that because like you feel weird. Like, I will always tell people I appreciate them, but in terms of a romantic sense, I feel weird when I have to explain, like, hey, why am I interested in you? Or why I like this about you? Or whatnot. But I have to use that as a talking point to fulfill their ego because they only like when I talk about them. So, like, I'm always concerned, like, I don't like me in general. So when I have to talk <laughs> about me, I don't want to. So now I'm just going to keep bigging you up and hopefully that fills your yeah. ego enough. Yeah, because it's that's what we're attracted to. You know, how the we we can't just sit here and explain who we are. We've been ourselves our entire lives, like only we really truly know us. And it's also we don't want it goes back to over explaining. You don't want to women always tell us to be vulnerable and emotional and blah 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 blah. That is one of the biggest turnoffs to women over-explaining and being extremely vulnerable to them because they will use that eventually at some point down the road when you guys are arguing, they don't like that shit. So it's like, 
you you really have to like save that part of yourself and you don't want to come off as as too you don't want to come off as needy women don't like needy men because it's like dating another woman so you have to really just just keep that part of yourself for you at all times and you know sometimes you, you just have to you just have to bottle that up, like no matter what society says. I mean, you can definitely exp- you can definitely express like how you're feeling in certain situations, but you don't want to just dump that on somebody, you know. Like, uh, I was talking to this one girl, like, it, and this this can go both ways, but uh, it it just really it's a huge turnoff for people. Like when you really try to dump like emotional baggage, like trauma and stuff like that on people mm. without consent, especially um, because you can always talk to your homies or, or people. That you've been dating for a good minute, you know. what I'm saying people you you've got history with, you've got chemistry with. You can ask them, "Hey, you mind if I talk to you for a bit? You mind if I vent, or you mind if I call you?" And then you know you lay it on them. But meeting somebody for the first time in close quarters and in what seems like a date, it's a huge turnoff. Like there's one girl. Um, it was we were talking for a bit for about a couple months, and she asked to hang out and. You know, with COVID and everything, I was very cautious. I was like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll chill eventually. But, you know, this COVID thing, this is like when it when it really hit its peak and everyone was, uh, you know, it was like super, it was like right after the uh, lockdown got lifted and people were able to actually go outside without being fined or whatever. But, um, you know, we eventually chill for the first time. We're at her place all alone. She, she lives with, with her folks, but they were they were gone. So I was kind of anticipating something a little bit more romantic or intimate. I don't, I don't, I don't know where this was going. You know, she smoked me up or whatever. But like, then it was, uh, you know, it was just her rambling on about politics and and whatever is troubling her in her life. And I was not there for it. I I didn't come here to be anybody's therapist. That that's not what I was expecting. And um. When it came down to talking about like, hey, like, what what is this? Like, what are we really getting into? Like, where's this going? Uh, she got very defensive, and and I didn't want to pursue the issue um, because again, we have to. I, I don't know. She could she could say anything went down behind her, you know, in her her uh, her house, and, and you know, us being alone, like, and so I, I just didn't pursue it. I left it alone, um, and I honestly just got out of there and didn't didn't speak a word to her since. Do you uh, feel like part of it is because, like, you were, like, do you feel like that's, like, quote-unquote toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, I can speak English, um, <laughs> because you're expecting more than just, hey, we're going to talk and, like, fill each other out, because it was an environment where they're like, yo, come through, but it wasn't, like, a come through type of thing? I genuinely didn't know. Um, it was really hard to read. It seemed a little bit more on the on the cut on the slide through. Re, re, this may lead to something romantic. I don't think it was it had anything to do with toxic masculinity or anything like that. Um, I, I I honestly don't know what what was going on there. I that usually isn't normal, especially for a girl that I don't really know. And we live in a hookup culture. It's you know it's twenty twenty. That's that would be the norm. So a girl, you know, asked me to come over. Um, you know, we we smoke, which is like pretty much an aphrodisiac today, anyways. Yeah, that's the that and usually one thing leads to another from there. So I'm not really used to girls that I don't have history with inviting me to their place and us being alone for hours and nothing happening. Like I, I don't I don't know. Now if we were just homies, like if that was, if that was my home girl, yeah, cool. I already know what's going down. Like we're just chilling, vibing. 
and we'll be on our way. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. No, I I got the same like more or less same situation where it's just like I, I mean this is just my opinion. I this is not good, man. Um, but I personally just don't believe that you should invite anyone over your house um in general like until you're comfortable enough with that person if we know mutual then you feel that person is cool great um but don't involve don't just invite anyone over to your house i don't like people knowing where i live um that situation might get sour between us and like i don't want you to have my addy like i don't want you to know where i be i don't want you to know where i stay i don't want to give you too much because i'm always like paranoid of people breaking in my shit or like people potentially like assaulting me or doing worse or stealing or the whole nine so like don't get people don't invite people over into your comfortable like into your comfortable with them like not being that type of person but even then keep like a fucking eye open and like there's just i don't want to say this like i whatever we're being free like i don't think you're wrong for believing that like i i legit don't think you're wrong for believing that like hey yo you're inviting me over your crib you know you're posting you know enticing stuff to me or you're saying weird stuff to me and then or like you're not weird but like more than the usual and then when i get there it's just like okay nah like you just just tell me you're not in the mood right also also i wanted to add um sorry i mean to cut you off but I wanted to add like I was all I was invited or asked to chill multiple times. That never that almost never happens. Like my homies, my my guy friends, yeah, we'll chill. Like they'll ask me, bro. Like when you when you sign through, like when we gonna chill? Like when we you know we can get some beers, get some drinks, party, have fun. You know, go out to the gun range or you know or play video games, something you know something or anything like that. Like that that makes perfect sense. But when is it? that a girl will constantly ask you to, to chill like near like asking more than once is almost begging not for the dick it, it... <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so it's like wow like you really want to fucking hang out like you really want me to slide through and, and get busy you know now if it if it's the case if she was she wanted to vet me out a little bit more like she really did want to pursue things romantically like again it didn't have to lead to sex we could have i I genuinely didn't know where I stood with her. I didn't know, like, was this a platonic thing? or Is this going anywhere? Like, what is... I? It was it was really hard to read her, too, because she was just talking about political bullshit. I'm fucking black. Like, mind you, she was of the, of the caucus variety. My entire life, my entire existence is political, you know? I don't want to talk about this shit, especially with, with all the social issues going on right now in America. I, I've, I've had enough of it, you know? Um, and I don't want to hear about your, what's going on in your life that's traumatic or your or your past. Like that's not what I want to hear about my, especially my first time meeting you with well or being with you one on one, spending time with you one on one. We we can talk about that at a later date, but let's keep things like very neutral, neutral ground. You know, I want to hear about your actual hobbies and interests, some things that make you I don't know fucking feel good. <laughs> Yeah, like we just go straight to bad. We go straight to like yeah. 
depressed, fucked up, <laughs> zero to hundred trauma. Like I don't want to trauma bond. I don't no, want, there's there's something disgusting about it where it's just like the only good memories we have are talking about fucked up shit that would happen to us, and we're only getting our relationship built off of like, oh yeah, you, yo, we're they doing a fucking tic tac toe or a fucking bingo with our mental illness? Like, oh, I have schizophrenia. Oh, you see shit in the corner too? Oh, okay, let's check that. Bingo, we're fucking getting married, and this relationship is not ever gonna go poorly it, it's one of those man like motherfuckers got bd like you know multi-personality <laughs> disorder bipolar disorder you know just everything and then they're wearing that shit on their sleeve so it's just like i need to tell everybody in the world this yes i'm uh, glad like these things are being normalized i'm glad i'm happy for it but at the same time i shouldn't be forced to deal with that because it might bring up some shit in me that i don't want to talk about and i felt obligated because you're sitting here over explaining and telling me all this shit. I'm like, well, I can't leave you hanging. Now I'm telling shit about myself just to get to your level so you don't yeah. feel uncomfortable. And you don't want to be rude and just leave out of the situation, just, you know, when things get really weird and cut things short. Because again, it goes, it's, it's just like you said, you like, you don't want to be an ass, you don't want to feel like an asshole to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we both, as young men, like, we really struggle, especially in the dating scene, we really struggle with. I, well, I, I would even say throughout the entirety of our lives, like we really struggle with being people pleasers, and that really set us back a great deal. It's my main mo. Like it's legit. Is like I had this point in my mind of like, uh, like kind of like fate, uh, zero, whatever to live another oh, life. Yeah. The anime where it's just like I have this whole thing where I feel like I can help people or I can be there for people more than they can be there for me. So like I'm not like. I don't need my homies to hit me up all the time. I like it. I love it. I get emotional about it. But, like, I legit rather hit up my homies. I rather tell my homies every time I hang out with them, yo, I love you, man. Yo, I love yeah. you, sis. Like, I'm there for you. And romantically, I'm like, yo, I'm going to tell you every time. I don't care how annoyed it is, how much I fucking appreciate you. So, like, even if it's an instance where you're like, you're telling me, like, yo, I'm about to kill myself on a first date. Or, like, I tried to kill myself two days ago. And, like, how are you doing? Uh, do you like this vegan food? I'm like... Uh, I can't just dip out of that. Like, I'm head out. Cause then I when, do self mutilation. I'm gonna one up you three pointer. Like, you see all these cuts <laughs> on my feet. Oh God! Or let me get tattoos to cover up my mutilation scars, self harming scars. Yeah. Yeah, like it's this is not, and like we're making jokes to make a like, but like no, this is not. Like, no, uh, no, no, it's fine. I'm gonna make jokes too. I don't yeah. give a fuck. But uh, like. It's like y'all, y'all fucking weird for doing that. Like, and then it goes back to the idea of like we want to disable our gender norms because it's just like, do you really want us to be, be on that level? Because I find that uncomfortable. And if someone was over explaining to me like that, I would feel uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure you want your partner, no matter who it is, girl, girl or guy. One of you guys are taking some roles from being more masculine or more feminine or somewhere in the middle or a mixture of some. We're picking and choosing between Mm -hmm. no matter what your sexuality is no matter what your sex is what no matter what your gender is uh gender is fluid it fucking changes as we go so sometimes you might feel like hey i might be the more masculine one in a relationship i can just be more honest like right now i'm very feminine in relationships i are quote unquote feminine i'm very emotional i i don't cry over girls and be like oh sad sorry like i'm not doing all that but like 
I generally care about them. I generally think about them a lot. I generally think about like nice moments we had, like a first kiss or like first time you held my hand or like, you know, shit like now, that. Now about the, the the gender thing, I don't I don't totally agree with you that it's 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 fluid, but and I, personally, I think any like Our you can identify. Say again. Our first disagreement. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, I personally think you, again, like you're free to identify with whatever the hell you want. That's that's completely your right. Um, but I think that a lot of people today have become it, it's become trendy, honestly, to become to be non-binary or or to to classify yourself as trans when you may not truly be. Um, transgender or you may not truly suffer from trans dysphoria which is a very real thing it's a, it's a very severe mental illness and i think a lot of people should go to therapy to, to to seek help to better understand themselves and to uh better understand their their um gender dysphoria um i'm not invalidating anyone or saying that you know these things don't exist or that it, or that being trans is wrong or anything like that but do you do you agree that just because a man or a woman uh per se maybe like born and, and and feel as you say very feminine in a relationship or 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 maybe a woman might feel very masculine like they may feel like the opposite sex more so uh see how would i say this do you think that uh, like addressing themselves as non-binary or the opposite gender like does that really fix anything or like why not choose to to identify as a feminine man you know, not, not 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 like the title, but what what's wrong with being a man that just likes to wear feminine clothing, or a, or a woman that likes to wear boyish clothing? See, I wish that we had like someone who's non-binary, or you and I mm -hmm. were there because like I always would love to speak to someone. If someone's yeah. listening, please hit us up. Please. Hit I us I up. have I have uh friends that identify as non-binary. I have I have friends and acquaintances who have also uh that I went to university with who actually detransitioned, which is, which is a really interesting, hot topic. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I would like to dive deeper into that at some later, later point. But, um, like, like personally myself, when I was growing up, I, I never felt like the more, I never felt masculine. Like I, I agree. Like I, I felt the same way as you, like I, you know, growing up, I didn't feel like I was man enough to, to be what society deems as, as a masculine strong head of the house male or what or what we have like those standards we have to live up to but at the end of the day i was like well fuck that like i'm my i'm still a man i'm my own man you know i i i'm the one who who makes that decision i, I I'm, I'm very like androgynous sometimes i guess uh, i like to look very nice i like to take care of myself which again fellas that's not gay wash your fucking ass take care of your nails take care of your teeth your hair everything man got look look fucking pretty stop sagging your fucking pants that that is not appealing to women when the hell has a woman ever said oh my god i love the way his ass cheeks hang above his Never. belt he got the gucci belt on but he not even using it his cheeks is just out in the open exposed to the to the prison culture, prison culture prison culture but um but yeah um I, I just think it's it's very interesting topic to discuss. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. It's, it's something that I don't entirely understand. But I would just say from an <laughs> ignorant point of view, and like I said, I'm not speaking for anyone. I'm just no what my like own definition. Because to everybody else, literally, you could talk to 49 binary people. You probably have more or less a spectrum of answer that probably 
align with each other or some that don't or like trans or whatnot what it means to be trans there's a bunch of trans people who fit different on the spectrum there's a lot of even in the lgbtq plus it's like there's a lot of like debate with between that you know so my idea of like non-binary is just like you don't fit with anything you don't take the societal norms like you don't take like as a woman you're more feminine you might have you know it doesn't have to do with your sexuality it just deals with how i feel more or less like i might feel more masculine or i might just feel somewhere nowhere or i just might change up from day to day it's more of like a fluid thing where it's just like or i just don't want to identify with anything because i don't feel a greater pull to either side or on the spectrum if we're doing more than one if we're doing more than the two which we shouldn't I feel like it's a spectrum and they don't know where they fit. They don't want to fit on the spectrum. They just want to be their own person, which I get. Individualism is one of the things I preach in my own life when it comes to interests, hobbies. And I can't equate that to being that. But I was just saying, I take tendencies from feminine figures. I take, you know, the quote unquote general norms that we're supposed to be establishing and destroying. I kind of identify with that more. Like I... I look at things more so I, I more so tend to have have better relationship with my girl homies rather than my dude homies. I tend to like be able to explain shit to them better and convey my message without feeling awkward. I don't consider myself non-binary. I'm a straight cis man, um, you know, whatever. But like I can understand why people will be on that spectrum. I can understand why people might feel like that. I also believe that you're right there's truth in every statement part of being nuanced is that you can see truth in every fucking statement um mm -hmm. i agree yeah I, I totally agree like i agree with you, what you're saying with, with not feeling not feeling you have a place in either of those roles as a man or a woman uh and you, you just kind of want you, you know you kind of want to be in that gray area where you're not entirely sure yet and you want to figure that out for yourself yeah, um but i also agree with you in the sense that that people when they learn a new term because they're relatively new and they want to be such an individual they might apply to these sorts of things so they can be filled like fulfilled in a different group that wasn't their own or they don't like their initial group and just like whoa tribalism you know let me go mm -hmm. to this tribe let me identify as this and then those people will accept me and then i get you know some people like being the victim some people like you know feeling different some people like feeling ostracized from society i like feeling like that sometimes some of the clothing i wear or whatnot i like feeling like different from society mm -hmm. so i can understand if it's like it's a rebellion against gender norms or rebellion sometimes against your family members who might be different it, and then you apply you, your life to that and make yourself off of that would you say it feels would you say it's more so like a counterculture thing yeah i mean of course it is it has to be right. i mean like right but um yeah i totally agree but would do you think it, it's become a little oversaturated because <clears throat> it seemed like every other goddamn person i knew in university was either like identifying themselves as non-binary and it was just like it got to a point where it was a little it was it was like this sort of um it, it was sort of like it's sort of like when you have those friends they're into shit so you kind of just like you hear about this cool thing and this cool concept and you start doing your research on it and you start really looking into it and you're like okay this sounds really cool like i have mutual interest in this thing too so let me go forth with that and it, it just feels so trendy now 
I don't I don't know. Like well, it was my friend, we both went to fucking art school. Yeah. So yeah. like those ideas are pushed way further up than in right. the actual society. We're in a place where people are anyone who does art, I'm just saying it, you we got something wrong with us in some way. Like <laughs> we're not a hundred percent there. There's something that makes us creative. There's something that that little tick that forces us to be creative, but we're not a hundred percent there. I mean, no one is, but it's forced. No. We're trying to, we're forcing ourselves to be these people who are the individual. Cause obviously we think our art, whatever we do is like the best shit ever or the worst shit ever. And we're trying to improve it. But we're also like, we feel like an individual. So whatever is that individual, I feel like we just adapt to that, you know, in our style and our music and our gender. And then like, and whatever we identify with, when new ideas pop up, I find that more people are willing to try or more willing to see, do I actually feel like that? Or they might think subconsciously back in the day and they might hear that word and like reimagine things or imagine things mm-hmm. in their past. Like, did I really like that? Did I really like this thing more than that thing? Did I really like wearing pants more than skirts or et cetera, et cetera, whatever, boxer briefs and panties, whatever. It's like, right. once new ideas get formed, I feel like that's the reason why a lot of people are identifying as other things rather than what we believe them to be because these are new ideas and people want to see if that's actually them. They might trans, they might not, I'm not talking about trans people, but they might not do it and might go back, but, or they might just stay like that for the rest of their life. Or it might just be a youth thing. And then they, when they grow up, it's like a phase. It's like a phase. It's like literally like another phase in their life, but it might be something that lasts longer. Right. I I can definitely attest to that. Um, And like, again, like, you know, we're both very accepting people we're we're all for the lgbtq and plus people like we're we're down for that and you know we're we believe in equal rights and uh, and everything allegedly. we're not <laughs> would you say allegedly allegedly <laughs> but uh yeah like I, I i totally agree but um and also like i i again i'm, I'm a huge advocate for trans people i don't <clears throat> i think that the violence against them like when it comes to like dating and all that shit is unnecessary but I, I think that people should just be upfront about everything. Um, I, I don't condone any of that, like, violent shit against trans people. Like, that's fucked up and you're a piece of shit. But also, like, I feel like this non-binary label and, like, some of the, it's really it's really convoluted a lot of it. And I've known some trans people that don't, like, agree with it at all. Um, Man, it, it's, it's just really, really complicated things a bit. I would but, uh, pick up this point just to counter yours real quick. I would just say nothing's a hive mind. Like we don't expect all no, white people not. to think alike. We don't expect, you know, all white people to think alike. There's a spectrum of what our beliefs are. So like if you ask me and you, just us alone, what what it means to be black, we're probably gonna get different answers. So to have a perfect consensus uh consensus on something that perceives even race or you know sexuality or whatever that kind of occults all of it all in one and all those identities into one thing it's really hard to get a solid answer because maybe you ask a white non-binary person to a black non-binary person what they're yeah i mean that's with everything it's it's changing over so it's hard to get up it's hard to get the answer that we want like we could put like what is straight i like women i like men we have a answer to, I'm gay. I like men. I like, you know, I'm a lesbian. I like women. We can't get that solid answer. So we can't turn off the ignorance in our own minds to be like, we humans need to identify everything like colors, whatever it is. We need to I, be able to identify everything so we can be comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could totally understand that because what we don't understand is what we fear. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yes. our greatest downfall. 
Um, but I would say like, and I, I, I totally agree. But I would say, I, I would ask those that suffer from gender dysphoria how they feel about people that truthfully don't or or me again again it goes back to not really having a, a definite answer but <clears throat> it might just be a phase for some people and it might, it might just be something that people may not we may not truly truthfully understand you know, maybe we'll find out later on is but that, um it's, it's to, to me like well i'm asking like like do you feel like that is an issue going forward or do you feel like more so like it, it might have long-term effects not just on society but on them as a whole if it is just like a couple months i felt this type of way i turned out that i didn't like definitely like you know high school like i had homies that were gay and then turned to pansexual or then went back to gay or like went to straight like do you feel like that is a long-term effect on the people around them society and them as a whole or do you feel like it's just whatever like being a scene kid being a hardcore kid going through phases in your life you're never the same person so do you feel like it's oh no 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 i i think it's extremely deeper than that like it's it's very real it's it's <clears throat> it, it definitely affects not only them but also people, the people it does it society around them because it, it makes being trans or, or identifying as, as non-binary as as this cool thing like it's it's cool to be this thing not it, 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 you don't have a true I- identity attached to this thing. You, you just like you heard it from, you know, so and so or you found this article on the Internet about it or you see people talk on Tumblr or some social media site about it and you want to be that thing. You think it's cool. Then you you go you go through with taking hormones. Maybe you might get reverse, you know, uh, sex assignment surgery. You're talking about being trans <laughs> right now. Yes. OK, gotcha. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going to touch on. Like. That really, like going through with some of that without, you know, taking the the, the precautions, but with thinking things out thoughtfully first, and 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 weighing the consequences and the and you know the pros and cons and whatnot, because science, you know, the research tells us that like after the surgery, you know, especially if you're a um, a male to female, you can't get your genitals back, and it's extremely painful. And then with women they're no longer allowed you know when you're when you're a woman to a man you're no some of, some of them are no longer allowed to have orgasms or actually have fulfilling or enjoyable sex it's extremely painful to live your life the rest of the rest of that way there's a documentary on it um that i watched a couple of years back it's very fascinating um i think a lot of people should just watch this just to to really think about what they may be getting into what is it called uh it's called i want my gender back i believe it's called it's really interesting. It's a very like it, it, it gives you a great look and introspective and like a, a deep dive on on what it's like post surgery. Uh, some people regret going, you know, all the way through with the procedure because they weren't able to like legitimately spend the rest of their lives with a fulfilling partnership. Um, so I think I just think there's like certain things to take into consideration before surgery is involved and in, in, in certain hormones before it's too late to, to detransition or, 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 you know, you, you could just, <clears throat> you could just have that identity, you know, identifying as a trans woman or a trans man. So you're more so you know, just without... being against, well, not against, but like more cautious about surgery. But if you just identify with it and don't really change anything, like whether it's due to hormones or testosterone or whatever, or like actual surgery for, you know, genital, you know, manipulation, uh, 
you're more or less like, hey, if you identify with that, dress up, you know, not dress up, but you know. No, it's it's well, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's like just just really have precaution before you make any drastic, you know, measures or or take those steps to really make life altering decisions. Yeah, no, I I, I, yeah. I agree with that because it's just like once you're done, like you said, there's no fucking. Going there's no back. going back, and you and there's pieces of you that you you just won't ever get back. Don't be and, impulsive. That's another yeah, thing that we should don't. Do. That's the thing. Yes, don't be young and impulsive, please. Yeah, because I watched that on I think Jubilee about like uh, trans people on a spectrum, and it's more or less the same thing. Where it's just like sometimes um sometimes they do regret it it's a real thing and i mm -hmm. i get that we're trying to normalize certain things and i'm happy for that because i want people to feel comfortable with who they are but if that caused like some like severe there's cases of it there's you know motherfuckers like going bashing a scene because of that and it's just like i can i can't imagine and this is coming from a cis man so don't you know get mad at me but I can't imagine going through something like that and still keeping my my mentals. Like, mm -hmm. keep still being, like, okay with myself. Because I already feel... I can't imagine not feeling okay. I I'm, I know what it's like to not feel okay with myself, but be, a, a, like, okay mm -hmm. with my genitalia, do be yeah. okay with how I identify, how I look in the mirror and shit like that. I know anorexic and, you know, you know fat people, you know, both side or morbidly obese people feel the same way where they look in the mirror and they have bodies dysmorphic. Body yeah. So I imagine that was the same thing. I can't imagine it. So that's why I can't really give you like the full basis of my conversation, like of my point rather than saying like, I hope they think about what they're doing. If they did, if they understand the risk, cause we're in an information age. If you did all the mm -hmm. research and you feel comfortable enough doing it. Cool. That's yeah. great. Like I'm, more or less doing the same thing with getting a vasectomy. I don't want kids. No. Um, yeah. I don't want kids whatsoever. I've been trying to get it since I was 18. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, not but, comparing it to that. Right. No, no, no. Right, right. I told, that's just you being more like safe than sorry. Yeah. That's completely. But again, like, I, I guess it's comparable to this, like being safe than sorry. Like, don't look at it as anything. It's not cool to do this thing. Like, it, it's truthfully, you know, it's people's lives, you know. Being trans is, is definitely it's a lifestyle. It's someone's identity. It's it's who they are. Like it's not like a costume. It like I guess the most comparable thing would be like for us that we can compare it to is like cis black dudes would be like Rachel Dolezal, you know, puppeteering to be like black for years when she truthfully wasn't. You saw the new uh, one that just happened, right? Uh, yeah, dude. College what the fuck was, was that like, about? Uh, doing blackface too, bro. I'm like, what the Change fuck is going there, on? Man. That shit is crazy. Like, I... I we're, we could transition to this, too. I know, like, trans people are going to be like, what the fuck? You're, you're no. putting on the same level. We're not. We're just literally mm. changing the topic into something more. Yeah, like, it's just a segue. You yeah. Know? But um, we, we've... I think we've covered all about uh pretty much everything. Until we topic. get someone on, please. Yeah, I would I would love to to have um a couple trans individuals on. We do have um, a list of people that we want to put on eventually. So that will be added onto the list. We'll, we'll push that to the forefront if you guys hit us up sooner than later. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I want to look up the person's name. But uh, no, the racial Dozal shit was like, I don't know. Like, I'm of two minds when it comes to that. Like, uh, racial Dozal 
until she started saying wild shit because I literally watched the Netflix documentary. I did a deep dive on her because at that time I just got my apartment and I had like no electricity. So I was just on my phone and when it happened in like 2015, I was like, this is going to be the best day of my life. And I did all the fucking research on it. She more or less, like more or less, was doing everything right besides just the blackface. Like she was yeah. working with the NAACP until how the fuck did she accomplish that? Like I still well, white people were always a part of it, but they made right. it seem like she was black too. But yeah, that's what I just never understood, like that part. Like, oh, dude, it's um. It's weird. It's it's and taking you know opportunities from other like people of color, Precisely. um, and you're telling other black people that they're not or uh, light skinned people that they're not black enough to speak on an issue, or telling white people that they can't speak on an issue. Um, it's weird to me. I also am of two minds with it too, where it's just like, if what if they actually identify with that? Like, what is the black experience? You know, like mm-hmm. what what if they identify with that? Like. Is that okay? A longer they're not like changing their skin tone, like legit. Ask me you a question, like, like yeah, like, and there's no there's no real answer like to that because again, you can ask two different people what the black experience is. You'll have black people who will tell you they've never experienced racism a fucking day in their life, and that is baffling to me. That leaves me fucking speechless. Um people that you know that don't live the stereotypical black experience that have never had to experience that jessica kirk that's that that's that's her name yeah holy shit so i but i think i i honestly don't know i think like for instance if you were able to to live your life like that damn long and and have blackface on like a light tan or whatever however the fuck she did it in makeup and whatnot yeah and maybe yeah, maybe like if she was ever um, discriminated against, like somebody actually thought she was black, then maybe she could get a taste of the black experience. I don't fucking know, but like, it shit is still—it's baffling. It's just fucking wild. Uh, like I said, I personally don't get it. That shit is weird no, to me. I, it's weird as hell. Like I never identify with another like, race. That's not it, my own. Like I've been hearing this term transracial for a couple years now. Since the racial and- thing, yeah. Yeah, since the racial Dalzal thing, and I get it. Like, you can be born in other cultures. Uh, you can have, you can be adopted by parents of a different race and have a different experience living your life. But I, I don't think it's, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a real thing, but I don't know. But it, actually, Donald Glover did a really funny ass, um, funny ass skit in uh, Atlanta with one of the episodes. Oh, yeah, I know you're with that. That was okay. funny. <laughs> With the he, <laughs> the guy that does the fucking deuces, I forget his yeah. name. Oh my god, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. That was so good. Like he's like a thirty six, he's like twenty, but he's like a thirty six year old <laughs> works at Pepsi. Yeah, and he like goes to like the farmers market and shit. And he's wearing like the fucking. Uh, I think he was wearing Nike Monarchs, like the dad shoes Missy and the Nels jeans. Is a dude's name. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> Yo, I, oh my god, that was hilarious, bro. Yeah, no, Actually, I, I, like I said, it's one of those weird things where I'm like, because I was watching the Race of Dolezal thing like a year or two ago, and like, she has not like apologized fully for it yet. Like, no. she legit thinks this her experience. It's just like, I don't know, bro. 
like I don't know. Like that shit is so weird to me. That like I really want to like actually talk to her. Like Rachel genuinely, Dawson. yes. Like, um, I want to talk to you because most of the time when she was doing those interviews, like she had one on the real or whatnot. But like most of the time, it was other white people asking her, like, "Why do you betray us?" <laughs> like, like, like the whole entire time they're just like i really want to understand and she's just like whatever and she's giving them the bare minimum answer but like the one time she got approached by other black people is just like oh yeah no i i don't get it still so i like i want her to talk to more black people and even in the um there's a vice uh one that she did too where the black guys on her too but like i really want to see her talk to a, like a dark skin ass person and say like yo like ask her those questions like yeah, what's up? Because the dude was also like one of those, like, you know, another light skinned dude. So she can use that argument, like, you're not black enough oh, to ask me that. Are you mixed? What's your blood contour? <laughs> like, bitch, you're not you even see, us. <laughs> your ancestry results, right? What, what you're 30, uh, what is it, 23 and me? Like, what, 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 what is that? Like, what is, come on. <laughs> so, like, I legit want to hear her answers to some of it, but like, I guess also on top of that, having mixed race kids might put you closer to that like spectrum because you yeah I would black. say because you have a black you would have a black son or you would have like a mixed race son. yeah I you could. identify for their situation that they have to go through at that point right so it it would be like those those trophy parents that are, you know oh my kids into this thing but it's like you're you're using it you're using their race as that thing to talk about when you're with all your soccer moms doing uh, retail therapy and shit like that. Oh, you know, my black son, you know, was called, you know, a, a nigger in school or some shit like that by this little girl or, or, you know, out of public, you, you would use that as leverage to like justify you doing that transracial bullshit. Um, yeah. actually to piggyback off that too, uh, oh my God, <laughs> a while, like a while now I've been seeing this hashtag on Twitter and just all around social media in general about, um. I think it goes something like it's okay to be white, which I think is the most. <laughs> oh my god, man! It's the most bullshit fucking hashtag or, or tagline I've, I've seen in a minute, man. Like, genuinely, like I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not for. I'm, all, I'm all against discrimination and, and racism and whatnot. But like, when the fuck has it not been okay to be white in America? It's always been okay. It's all. It's almost been always okay to be white, like worldwide, honestly. Like, like the world just seems so very Eurocentric. I think, as per- I think but- the point, like, um, please, I'm not cop the plea for white people. I'm not doing that. I'm not putting on my Uncle Tom hat. I think the idea, like, if, it's okay to be white on social media, like, if you're not cisgendered. Like, if you're, if you're, like, anything but, like, you're... Uh, like if you're like not cisgender, you're accepted. But if you are cisgender, right. there's like a no. I totally agree with that. And and this is coming from like two like alternative black dudes who are just like not with the bullshit, mm-hmm. like with some of the like BLM stuff that's been going on recently, and like being racist to white people for no fucking reason. We'll Especially like now. yeah, we'll get to that later on. Um, and I totally agree. Like it's, I just think it's ridiculous to be like, oh, you know, all straight white men and cis white people are just horrible people. And you apparently get brownie points or you, you get free reign if you're a queer white person. I don't know. Well, no, you get, you get, no, legit. Like, I feel like you yeah. give, 
you get more support unless you're getting the from the other side that you probably don't want but that's how you get red pilled it's like you you say something that might be ignorant might be problematic and like rather than giving an education you just go into petty insults you dos mm-hmm. them you do the whole nine you're you're getting like fucking too spicy death threats the whole nine it's just like my opinions are valid because of what i am exactly and i'm one of those people also controversial whatever everybody's opinions are valid if it goes to better us as a whole as a society like in certain instances more than less if you have information like you come from that area and you have an opinion i want to validate it more i don't know what it's like to live in kentucky so like what is it like to live in kentucky i'm not going to give them a basic opinion because i'm not from there i'm not going to be like well i think everything is really weird and there's no towns and there's no cities that's an ignorant statement i don't know what's in kentucky i don't know i'll tell you i'll tell you what's in kentucky Mm. a bunch of racist ass no i'm kidding no but uh, i was there for a couple days uh this was a this is a funny ass story (laughs) So I was on this fucking like this religious retreat back when I was forced to go to church for like up until I was like 18. It fucking mm. sucked. I hated it. I'm not a religious person. So um, I was forced to go to this little retreat and we were there for about a weekend or something like that. It was hot as fuck. The mosquitoes and, and bugs everywhere are ginormous. It fucking sucks. And by the way, like I'm I was originally born in Virginia. So I, I, I I'm pretty used to the South, but Kentucky heat and shit. I, I was I was looking like a fucking three piece and a biscuit out that bitch like goddamn I was roasted I was hot so um so on the way back home coming back to Philadelphia um we stopped at a gas station because my dumbass made the mistake of drinking too much fucking water and we were all cramped up in this fucking van everybody's sweaty as shit kid next to me is like smell he smells like piss and dookie I'm like oh my god like and I have like I have the water bottle that I just drank out of all this fucking water. And I'm trying to, like, you know, get into the position to, like, pee without anybody looking at me. Because it's just, like, I cannot, I cannot hold this shit. I'm like, fuck. I'm just like, hey, like, can we pull over at the gas station? I got to go really fucking bad. I drank too much water. So we pull into this dirty-ass gas station. And I'm like, you guys got a bathroom? Go straight back. It's the most filthiest. It's a gas station bathroom. I mean, what do you expect? But um, <laughs> it's so gross. I'm taking a piss. And I'm shaking it. I'm shaking it out. So then... The most like this this is some shit like straight out of a fucking movie, man. This guy cut barges in the fucking door. This bathroom is like super small, can barely fit like probably fit like one and a half people. And, and like he buzzes in the door and I'm like, whoa, and I and like I it's like arm's length like from the toilet to the door. And so I close the door really quick, like I'm like occupied, someone's in here. He didn't knock or anything, just barged in. So I'm shaking and I'm I'm zipping it up and whatever and I'm washing my hands. He barges in again and he's just like, You better hurry up in here, boy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this shit. <laughs> so I, I honestly like got the fuck out of there before shit gets hot because like he's some dirty cut like cousin fucking looking truck driver. Like fuck. Oh my god, man. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. Like you were really bold enough to go in a gas station bathroom with a. I was probably like maybe like eleven or twelve at the time with the, with the twelve year old boy black boy by the way like i and then zip your pants down and start pissing like that that just none of that is kosher no um so that's my kentucky experience very fun <laughs> no <laughs> psa to all people who are not black or black people don't call me boy no don't do that don't i, I i'm past the age of being a boy i'm a grown-ass man a brand new mm-hmm. 25 shout out to fallout 
um, and Roy Brown for making that song. That shit is lit. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no, seriously, like, yeah. uh, I don't understand the experience of other people. So if you have an opinion, I'm not going to invalidate it. I right. feel like now in Twitter, everybody wants to have a fucking opinion on shit. And like, generic, you know, 20 year old white woman with a septum piercing is going to tell me how racism works or just found out about and rainbow colored hair and rainbow colored hair is going to tell me how uh, I should re- respond to the protests that are happening and shit like that. I'm just like, more or less speaking for myself, but I know you probably agree. I'm so done with political shit that I'm like, I'm yeah. not voting. Um, no, it, I don't care. I don't care about politics anymore. I really don't care. I don't care about anything. It's hard to care about it because it's just like, thank you for getting to the point that I was like six years ago. Thank you mm-hmm. for getting yeah. to the point where yeah. I was like on the same page as you. It took you this long. I don't have the fight in me anymore. I feel like I'm conforming as like someone who like doesn't like conforming. I feel like I'm just like, if it doesn't apply to me, I'm going to do what I can. If some racist shit happens, some sexist shit happen in person i'll maintain i'll take care of that shit say less mm-hmm. but if it's something i can't really approach i'm not going to repost it to my echo chamber on twitter no. i'm not going to repost it to my echo chamber on instagram i don't have a big following anywhere any so the 10 people who follow me are gonna be like oh my god he agrees with me and like as being the sometimes the sole black person in most of my friend groups like I feel like I have to be, I have to say something, but like, I don't care anymore. Like I literally have like in certain friend groups where white people are fighting over an issue and they don't have black friends. Like I know I'm legit the only black person they talk, they talk to, or like they might have a black boyfriend or something like that. Or they might've talked to one black person their whole entire life. That's not like on us job wise or like in school in passing, like legit being friends with. So, like, it's crazy to see that white people are fighting with each other. It's like a white people civil war where, like, like even though like most of the protests and looting and everything else is, like, white people doing shit to other white people. <laughs> like, and it's just, like, the, most, the majority really? of yeah, white yeah. people are just, really? like, y'all, y'all wilding right now. Because sometimes the white people on our side or, quote, unquote, on our side are going too hard or, like, they're disowning family members rather than, like, doing the whole education or, like, these are the same motherfuckers who set up a race back in the day, probably said nigga or n- nigger yeah. or, like... Behind closed doors in their suburban homes, right. in their Cauc- Caucasian homes. The caucus of Caucasian homes, and it's just, like, y'all Bro. acting like shit is better, like, you're on this whole, you know, forgiveness trip, like, you know, if I repent this hard... That all my sins before are washed away. No, like you probably did some problematic no. shit in high school. Bro, they're going to extreme lengths. It is insane. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> like legit, like I had when the George Floyd shit first happened. Like I'm in a, I'm on a bubble. Like I'm outside of Philly. I'm not dealing with most of the shit. Like most of the shit that happened in Philly, I am so far away from that. Like my life is so normal, more or less here where mm-hmm. I live. Um but, like, I had, like, a few people hit me up, like, um, I'm sorry, like, I'm here for you. And it's just like, bro, like, you know, Black Lives Matter existed before even Black Lives Matter. <laughs> um, you understand, like, it's crazy because we're not even that close. And, like, I'm the yeah. only black person you have a close enough relationship to that you want to apologize for something that you had no cause for. And that, like, I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm going to be kind and nice to you, but it's just like, I feel like Relax. you're full of shit. Relax. It's like projecting white guilt onto onto us. White guilt does know, not so, do yeah. anything no, for me. It, no, it, it makes it, it makes everything worse. And 
funny enough, like a friend of mine said the same thing happened to him with his coworkers. Like he's like he's probably like the only black pro- there's about like probably two black people and then there's like one racially ambiguous, probably like Puerto Rican or Latinx person I think at his uh, work site, but all of his white coworkers were like DMing him and messaging him saying, Oh, I'm so sorry. I was going to like all the protests, you know, to, to you know, stand for you guys. And I'm just so sorry you have to experience that every day in your life, you know. It's so hard being black and I, I totally understand your experience. I'm here if you need to talk. Like we don't we don't want that. We just want you to understand and just chill, you know what I'm saying? Just be down when when push comes to really shove. Yeah, like you can post your shit to your echo chamber. Wow, the right. one conservative person that you got into an argument with validates that you you know never did anything problematic mm. in your life. We mm-hmm. all have. I don't give a fuck. I actually prefer people to be more openly racist than doing this whole false ally bullshit. Yeah, or going please. too hard that like the people who are on the other side of the spectrum think that's how I think about shit. Like legit, I don't. I have never posted anything political in my life. I'm pretty 100% sure in my Instagram age and more or less Facebook, if I did not turn it into a joke, did not care. When Black Lives Matter was like another crazy thing, like I always say this, this whole protest and all this type of shit, motherfuckers are bored. Literally. It's mixed (laughs) into like libertarians who like say, hey, we can push it back against the government. It's full with like, you know. You know, the ultra liberal people who are just like, oh, man, we can finally do it. We can, you know, finally defeat racism for the first time ever and like to be done with it for good so we can be more comfortable or just deal with it enough so we can be more comfortable to go back in our life and ignore you like we've been doing literally for the last however long America been a thing or society been a thing. Like (laughs) it's one of those weird things where you just see like, I don't get it. Like and the reason why I didn't go to the fucking protest or like protest in general because I'm like this is, doesn't really fix anything. Like, no, I'm gonna go to no. a community that I'm not a part of, uh, like in inner city. I'm literally going from a nice ass neighborhood where I'm, I live at to go into a neighborhood that I I don't want to be in ever again. I'm from more or less from Frankfurt. I don't want to go there again and then be a part of a photo op when motherfuckers start burning shit down. I think it's stupid. I legit think it's stupid. I don't... Anyone who validates destroying your own communities, definitely, or people destroying your community who go back to their nice-ass neighborhoods are fucking dumbasses. Like, they're already not taking care of your community. So the little bit that you do have, you're going to fuck it up. Yeah, it's awful. And you're, you're destroying businesses at that. Black-owned, too, sometimes. Black-owned, yeah. And oh. you're completely ignoring it. Or just white-owned, too. Whoever business. Whoever, if they're a small like, business owner, they did a lot of shit just to get that, and you're destroying that, and you know how you red pill the shit out of people, even black people, too? You destroy their communities. <laughs> like, you destroy their community. You're literally doing more damage than the racists do. Literally. Literally. Like, they're not going to our house. They're, they're saying the fuck where they like. And they're saying mm-hmm. stupid shit online or racist shit online, but they're not going down the street and destroying your shit. And like, yes, we get it. It's peaceful protest, but you're going to always have people, whether it's, you know, right wing people who dressing in all black and destroying the community, too, because they find a way mm-hmm. to just be a gaslight for the whole situation. Yeah, yes, people no. have definitely been inciting violence in there. Of and course, like in. dude, it's it, fucked up. We want anarchy. We want the purge. We want this right. thing because guess what? I don't have a job. It's easy to not no. care about like these issues when yeah. you have a job, you have a life, you have a social life. You can go to the club. You can go to the pool. You beach. You can do whatever. But now since you're home, you're festering. You're like, I never knew all these things ever existed. I need to react. And it's just like, dude, 
thank you i guess this would have been cool like we saw this shit with the rodney king shit nothing yeah. did come from it this is no. why over police is happening you did more damage so the police would over police our neighborhood or you do some dumb ass shit like chaz or fucking chop and you take over the fucking neighborhood and guess what more black lives were lost off of that <laughs> more Ironic. black people died don't dealing with this whole defund and the police or abolishing yeah. police if you want community driven leaders that's not a gift thing because guess what they have might have just the same as personalized beast as those police officers have. Hey, I don't like fucking Ricky over there. Hey, I hear him getting fucking robbed and murdered and raped. I don't fuck with him, so I'm just gonna be like, nah. I have no obligation. Like we're putting faith in people who are stupid, incompetent, incompetent, yeah. and might shoot off and they don't have any training whatsoever, and it yeah. might do more killings and more harm than good. Exactly. Stupid. I totally agree. Yeah. It... <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, no, like, legit gets me pissed off because it's just like, I, part of the reason why I never want to go back in Philly because I don't know how Philly's going to be after this, like, long term, if we're going to keep doing it. God forbid if Trump wins again, like, you know, how crazy people are going to be, like, about this. Like, I just don't see the point of, like, getting upset about shit that I can't control. I can only control how I carry myself. And how other people perceive me by the way I carry myself. If I am, I walk around wearing a punk jacket most days. I walk around wearing like, you know, band t-shirts. I have my locks put up in like a spiky way or like, you know, piercings and I have tattoos. Like I'm the dark, probably the darkest person in my neighborhood. Like I'm very identifiable. I know that. I know that they don't have to constantly keep worrying about that. I know that. Anytime I have a negative experience with someone, the first day I fucking move into to where I'm at, like, I see the Confederate flag right down the tree from my house and a police officer right out there multiple days at a time just busting it up with the person there. Not arresting them, not saying, hey, maybe you should take, like, just busting up. I knew at mm-hmm. that point where there's like four Confederate flag, now there's, there's two around my area and gun stores and all that. I'm not taking that one chance. I am on my P's and Q's like a motherfucker out there. I'm If someone says something spicy to me, I'm very polite. Like, I have to worry about these type of things. And you doing that type of shit put me at more at risk or put me and my family members at risk because of you wanting to, like, just prove to other people, to not even prove to black people, prove to other white people because those are the only people you fucking talk to. Like, all your pictures are with other black people and white people. Other white people. You're like, you don't have black people in your life. Because if you actually talk to them, they'll probably be like, yo, you're doing a little too much. Because then we we have to reach your fucking level. Like, Mm -hmm. we have to reach your level to validate it. So, if you're fucking doing the dumb shit, not saying that there's black people looting too. They're dumb at, like, the dumbass picture I show you with the dude who sold the Balenciagas and shit like that. Like, dude, like, there's, there's another side of the argument, too, where yeah, these things are fucked up, and sometimes it's on us as well. Mm-hmm. But and a lot of it we didn't ask for. We didn't ask for any of this. No, it's, a lot of it is unnecessary and it's making matters worse. Um, and like a lot of the, and it's it's all it's going to be associated with our already like with people's already preconceived notions about black people. That we're violent. We we have the worst negative stereotypes, probably known to man. And it's because of other people's behaviors. I mean, Jewish people got it since the beginning of the time. They 
they allegedly killed Jesus. So I mean, they've been getting massacred. Allegedly, but but the Jewish people got money. Like you know, they're very like financially literate. That's their stereotypes. Mm-hmm. They have really good stereotypes. Uh, I guess like the only good ones we have, like supposedly we have big dicks. Uh, we can play basketball really good, football. Good yeah, we're in it. We're the kings and queens of entertainment. We are, yeah, more sexually, I guess, endowed or whatnot, and like we're more exotic in ways. Like they fetishize us in a way. Yeah, very. Yeah, we, they, but there's that's still very. Yeah, that's negative, but it's like a double-edged sword. You know, we're the most controversial, or I guess, like most relevant mm-hmm. race. I would say we again, we're superstars when it comes to entertainment. We're some of the most successful artists. Um. Yeah, I, I could definitely attest to that. But this, this, these BLM riots and shit like that, and, and inciting violence, destroying businesses and whatnot, and other people's properties like vehicles and shit. Yeah. It. it I worked for all of this just for you to destroy it, and I'm not gonna yeah. feel a little type of way about it because I understand because I get the issue. Like, yeah. dude, fucking. When fucking corporations are telling you that, you know, doing the whole Black Lives Matter thing, like what Target did after the one of the stories, oh, yeah. down, like, I understand. It's like, dude, you're just copping the police so you can limit more damage. And then you had another view of people defending another Target after that. Like, we knew what you were doing. It's all ploy. All these people are just kind of like how, you know, uh, Gay Pride Month. You know, when they have like the gay flag up for like a couple for one month and then the day after mm-hmm. it goes back to normal for like a few weeks, every corporation saying that we like black people, but yeah. these are the same corporation that will like not hire us because of the way we look. You know, the yeah. same people who like, you know, not sell to us. Like, you know, all these companies who are like saying like Tommy Hilfiger for like, the longest time, literally Tommy Hilfiger was just like, I don't want this being sold to black people. All mm. these, all, all, like all these things, and now you're just trying to be this super woke person. All these industries that won't even evolve us in now they act like they care about black people, dude. It's bullshit. It's just literally capitalism. We can make more money because oh, white person, you buy from us. That technically means that you're supporting black people, and we're gonna donate this thing to this resource organization that won't really change fucking anything on anything. a major scale. But you're gonna feel it's like you're doing. Quarter much more and it's a tax write-off just remind you it's a fucking tax write-off and you get brownie points yo repost it to all your other white friends so they can do the same thing and give us more money it's fucking bullshit like just be decent i don't need you to be this whole race warrior for me i don't need you to lift up the shield like captain america to treat me like a like you would legit treat any other white person, treat every mm-hmm. black person like you would treat every other white person, or whatever you are, and black yeah. people too. Like, stop perpetuating that shit. We know shit is fucked up, but we also exactly. have shit that we need to look at within ourselves too. In our own communities, and how we treat one another. Like we can't even get the like our own differentiations between our race, right? Like we're it's always a light skin versus dark skin and whatnot. Like what the fuck. The, we're all fucking black. Like, shut the fuck up. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. We're, like, it's... We can transition into this, because we can just yeah. shit on, like, stupid-ass woke and racist white people for, like, mm-hmm. agnosium. But, like, yeah, no, like, even with our, in our own community, it's one of the probably reasons why I'm happy that we started this, like, talking to another black person, like, in general about this, is easier than talking to another white person, because they're going to be like, I don't understand. I can't give you an opinion on it. But we mm-hmm. literally, like I said, more or less, I come from Frankfurt. 
Like, right. I know what it's like down there. I used to live right down the street from fucking Frankfurt High School. Rough. Like, I know how rough it is. I used to live right down the street from Harding. Like, I lived in these areas. So, and I went to these schools. Like, we are perpetually in a life that is not good. We're always using excuses to, we don't like snitch culture. When crimes happen, we condone, like, basically not talking to the police because they destroyed our communities, even though the people who are doing the crime are destroying our communities as well. We glorify crime. We do. We make a whole industry where other real rap. Are pimping us out to glorify how many people we allegedly killed and how many drugs that we sold. Like, free Bobby's murder, but hot nigga is one of the most (laughs) self-snitching of all time, but we give that nigga credit. Yes, bro. Uh, (laughs) You mentioned that, and also, like, if you listen to some shit that, like, uh, a lot of Chicago rappers, like, a lot of shit right now is hot in Chicago, 600 Breezy, Mm -hmm. and, uh... G-Duck just died, like, a few weeks ago. This shit is crazy, bro. And that song I sent you, Dead Bitch, is like one of the most disrespectful yeah. songs I've ever created. The most disrespectful song, bro. When he was like self snitching. Yeah, fuck your homie. He yeah, did. Yeah. Bro. Fuck homie, he did. Like, Exposing this... Me is like one of the most. Another song that I wanted to send you, like, it's fucking demon. It's demon time. Like, demon Fabio, time. Yes. Fabio Foreign said it's demon <laughs> time. Like, this, this is not human culture that we should be a part no. of. No, it, it, it truly isn't. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, when is enough enough? You know what I'm saying? How many more friends do you got to put on your fucking social media page? Rest in peace him. Rest in peace that. Like, who the fuck? Like, that's what they call it. Chirac. But it's like, and in Philadelphia, where we're at right now. Philadelphia. Yeah. Places with these names. That's nothing to fucking celebrate. It's nothing. And we live in a culture where people celebrate and glorify how many years and how much time they did in prison or, or, or the crimes they were dumb enough to get caught for. The fuck? That makes no sense to me. Oh, I did time because I killed a nigga with my bare hands. Yeah. That's nothing to be fucking proud of. I I know. I grew up with a family friend. He was always a little older than us. Probably about like five or six years. We was always young boys then. But throughout the entirety of my young, my teen and young adult life, this motherfucker could not stay out of, of jail or prison, or wherever the fuck this dude was. He was in juvie, prison for a while. Fucking like, bro, he would just he would just be out for a couple months, and I'm like, oh, you're back. <laughs> and then, like, he would just go fucking back. It's like, this dude could never have a solid streak of being out at a pin. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I can understand, like, I've learned why people go back there, and it's because they have, like, no no agency or no control on what goes on out in the real the free world where they feel like they have total control of a situation in prison where they have where they may be like a part of a gang or something you know or or part of a you know they might have acolytes and shit like that and they have like camaraderie or they, they have strength in numbers and shit like that or they have control over like gang activity and shit like that in prison or some type of superior, you have like a superiority complex in a way, or or even, in, and I, I get it. I guess I guess that's why people can't stay out. They just go in there and they, they feel like they have control over all that. They like the power, they like the feeling of that. They like the feeling in control. But what the fuck happens when you do some hot shit, you know, and you can't get the fuck out? You're there for the rest of your life. You just fucked your life up. Like 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 kids like Tay K, man. Dude. That. Ruin his whole fucking life. 
How was how old was he? Like 13, 14, something like Like I think sixteen at the time. Sixteen. All, all the shit was popping off. When the race came out, he was like seventeen, I believe. Some shit like that. Yeah. Insane. Um, I think the last article I ever read, I have not been keeping up with him, but I heard he was apparently like trying to self harm himself or some shit like that. I don't know if that was true. Uh, but I mean, shit, man, seventeen year old kid. Spend the rest of his life in prison. Shit, no. Well, he'll be home soon. Ronald number nine. He only killed someone, you know. He'll be home soon. Like free him. Like we have free, to talk. That shit get to my fucking nerves. Long that East shit right Griffey there. Did a, like a, a, a thing, like a bit on That's, that too, and that uh-huh. shit was hilarious because it's just like. Your dude will commit so many crimes. And if you believe they're innocent, that's one thing. But you know he did that, and you're like, oh, he's thorough. He'll be home soon. It's just like, dude. And then you romanticize prison. Like, mm-hmm. this is like, I'm going to college. Like, prison's like going to college. It's like, one of the reasons why I feel like longer in my year is because I know a lot of people, even when I was in elementary school, like, in fucking Frankfurt, some of them are dead. Like, some of them didn't make it out of there. Some of them didn't even make it past, like, 15, 16 years old because they went into that, that life. I know because I low-key, like, stalked my bullies after, like, middle school happened. And I followed them on Facebook and MySpace and up until about, like, almost end of high school. I wanted to keep tabbing them. Some of them fucking died because I wanted to see if they reform. Some of them, mm-hmm. one of my biggest bullies, uh, his name was Adam. Um, he got killed in a uh, fucking house robbery. And I'm just like... Yeesh. Dude, like, you see that we glorify this culture where this is okay. And don't be like, well, they're just telling their story. It's one thing telling your story. It's one thing saying that I'm going to kill you. Like, you're talking about future crimes. Like, you're you're making it cool. Like, you're putting a dance. You're talking a jive to it. So, not even just white people that you get mad at for acting hood. It's like your own kids. You got five-year-olds seeing, like, Mitch caught a body about a week ago. It's like the fucking Minority Report with Tom Cruise, which I think is a racist ass title. Like I just the Minority Report. Like who the fuck? <laughs> but um, pretty fun movie. I think everybody should watch. Really interesting concept. But um, yeah, like self snitching, man. You're literally admitting to future crimes, and it's like our like a lot of our introduction to Hollywood movies as black folk were literally like connotated to like negative stereotypes of black hood culture friday mm-hmm. boys in the hood mm-hmm. poetic justice new jack city new jack city Menace, don't um Menace society society and then for the Wayne's, Wayne's brother to make like a parody you know don't, don't be, be missed which is fucking hilarious which features literally like all those movies in a, in a parody like collective and it, it's just fucking hilarious man but it's like it, it it truthfully is it, it's just like that man and when you try to when you're when you grow up in that culture and you actually try to stray from the the path of destruction i guess you can call it you know following that street culture you try to actually do something with your life your life is usually taken away like that in an instant um because you were probably associated with those people from your hood or your neighborhood or you know maybe you just hung around these people and it, it's bad for everybody bro like uh, I I had a homie who also actually recently um I, I didn't really know him too well but he was a, a former classmate of mine in high school and I just heard that he actually passed away recently he got shot 
in his sleep. And I'm not entirely sure. It might have been also a house robbery or he might have had mixed words with somebody. I really don't know. But it's 2020. Anything's fucking happening. And it was really sad to like hear that. And I've lost a lot of people in, in recent years due to the street culture bullshit and just a lot of shit that people think is cool. Like, also had a friend who was like really heavy into like drugs and shit, but he was like, he started out with like the soft shit, like we, you know, you just smoking, just a normalized pothead. We also used to always skate and shit like that. And after he, eventually, he actually got expelled from school for smoking weed, uh, in like the school like stairwell or some shit. And this this, this dumbass thought, I don't know, smoke doesn't fucking rise. Like the fuck, like what? You didn't think it was gonna come up and people were just gonna like not smell it and investigate. So he got expelled, and after that, man, like he just hit rock bottom. Like I, last I heard of him, like before he passed, was you know he was out doing you know whatever up up K and A, probably shooting up and just finding any you know people would not give him a place to stay because he was a fucking druggie, man. And it's just really sad to hear like he met that fate because he was genuinely like a really interesting dude, you know what I'm saying? And like he was really bright and brilliant. And I, I got a, I got a couple other homies that like fucked up their lives because they 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 just went along with whatever their friends gave them and and they started with weed and like a lot of people say weed isn't a gateway drug but you got to also watch the people that you hang around that influence you to take other shit. You could be sitting there vibing and smoking weed and then somebody just whips out some fentanyl or, or a line of coke or some mm-hmm. shit and like bro you need to take a hit of this you want to try this shit like. It's fucked, bro. And it's like, whoa, like, shit, like what? Like, I know, dude, like, I know one dude who's just, his mind is just gone. He just is not the same fucking person anymore. Like, this dude is literally on turtle time 24 fucking seven. Crazy. It's, Crazy. it's one of those things where it's just like, you see all the shit that is like fucking our, sh- our shit up, like, in general. And, like, this is why I always go to, like, the idea of, like, everybody just need to. And we're all for, like, letting people be individuals. And, like, I'm legit follow the Martin Luther King quote, like, Martin Luther King quote of, like, judge a person by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. But, like, the idea of community is fucking bonkers to me. Our culture, we keep saying our culture. Our culture could do a lot of fuck shit. Like, the idea of what we have is just we're looking at the positives, what, you know, what we're putting on the media, how much money that individual is making doesn't make a difference that's the whole i put on for my city you know you put on for yourself nigga like like you're you're not helping your community you're telling your story to fuck fix your situation yeah you might be putting on a a couple people in position but you're not doing the whole nine there's no way that you can fix fix your community otherwise every rapper who made millions of dollars would have fixed the ghetto by now we're all self-serving the community is stupid like identifying with a group of people because then you're just condoning fuck shit at some point, you're condoning fuck shit. Like, black culture, I love black... I love to see black people win. I love to see black women I love win. being black, right. I love yeah. being black. I f- love it. If it was a character creation game, I want to know what else to pick. It's right, but shit kind of dangerous. Shit kind of dangerous. It's kind of... It's kind of fun. It's kind of dope. Like, it's... I hated my... Personal, but, like, I hated my skin tone for the longest time. I will legit call it like Kuta Kente, Toby, Starver, Marvin, and shit in like high school. Were you ever also called like, oh my God, this is actually another thing too. Like, again, it's like the self fucking hate, the self hate amongst black people. They call them one another African booty scratchers. That was the most hurtful fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Bro. Doo doo brown. 
was awesome and like uh, the thing like yeah no african booty scratcher all that type of shit definitely because i'm skinny and i'm tall you know do shit like that to me and like these were other white people these were black people too they were yeah. like almost everyone and it's just like i had to take that on the fucking chin like some of the people i'm so fucking cool with and they've been apologized but it's cool but it's like no that shit was not cool <laughs> that shit was not cool i mean low-key like sometimes being like them white people saying nigga around me like yeah no i you gotta check like, that shit now like, like right it's just like i like all that type of shit is just like yo y'all were mad comfortable doing this shit to me like about a week ago like now shit change and like to all those people who are doing a whole echo chamber bullshit what would you feel like last year or the year before that or the year before that when these things still existed I just want to ask you that. Like, what was your fees like? What What was your, um, you know, Instagram? What was your timeline? What was your, you know? What... It was just full of political bullshit what in regards to Black Lives Matter and people trying to be race sympathizers for black people. And I'm not, I'm, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not one of those political people. I really don't post political shit. I, I'll post it in a satirical fashion or criticizing it, just saying like, oh, this is dumb as shit or whatever. That's really it. I, I don't have this big political leaning uh i'm very I'm, I'm a very apolitical person i call out bullshit on both sides i'm like hey this exactly. this thing is fucking stupid this is dumb this is like bullshit having a two-party system is stupid just saying what having a two-party system is stupid and yeah both sides it are is corrupt. please continue i agree i totally agree um yeah i just i don't have the patience for it man uh, we've I'm tired. I'm very tired. We've we've been hearing about this shit all of our lives. Nothing has really changed. Nothing has really gotten better. It, it's it's almost gotten worse, you know. Um, like people again, people are very very comfortable in their echo chambers and saying you know, very DL racist shit. Like white people casually saying nigga and shit like that around you, or using ebonic code switching language and oh, shit. God. It's very which is very fucking weird, bro. Don't do that. Like that's just weird. Just don't do that. Don't Dude, fucking do that. None of the downsides of living in the suburbs are like living in greater Northeast Philly for the majority of my life. Um, I dealt with that so many times where like meeting older white people, like going to like my, some of my friend's house and they would like co-switch or they'll play some music that you may think I like knowing that like I'm fucking listening to like Alicena and like Salesen and shit in the use but like they'll play like fucking like you know so crank that or like, you. like but this is like 20, no, 2013 2012 where like so hell that song no. is like literally like five, oh, six hell. years old like 10 almost 10 at that point cause, you raggedy bitch like and like, they're co-switching because they feel like this is what I like or they're doing something like, you know, they'll do a weird dance or something like that and make it like the worst dance ever. Like, and teach me how to Dougie came. Oh, oh my God. But, uh, but like all that type of shit, they try to do it. And then it's just like, dude, just be you. Just be you. Like, I am, I don't care about how cool you're trying to make yourself seem to me. Cause I feel like if they get that seal of approval, like a black guy dash me up or say, that's my nigga. Like then everything's okay. Racism would defeat their, their eyes. <laughs> but it's just it's just mad crazy just to see like how fucking bonkers people are when just before they did not care about this at all also let me buy this one thing from a just black business but i'm a socialist so that's basically supporting uh black capitalism or capitalism in general so i'm literally being a hypocrite but that's okay too 
everything's stupid. I want this world to like just. I'm an anarcho reformist. That's a joke. Um, but I just want shit to change, and I don't think it's gonna happen in my lifetime. So I will just do the bare minimum. Piss. Really bad. You gotta pee. You gotta pee. Yes. All right. I'm gonna pause it. You could have told me that, bro. I was messaging you the whole time. Oh, shit. I don't have my Discord <laughs> up. I did not my, my bad, dude. I did not, you could have ran when I was talking, man. Uh, I no, no. All right. I'm going to pause it. Unfortunately, somebody needed to take a piss. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You Unfortunately, somebody didn't drain the fucking glizzy. Before we started recording, like I asked them to. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta give a golden shower. You feel me? Unfortunately, <laughs> someone ruined a whole flow of conversation, and I turned off the notification sound on fucking Discord because I was just trying to be, you know, professional. Somebody didn't notice my message. Cause you could have just like... texted me on my phone. Fuck up. We have information. All right. Anyway. Anyway. My my uh last statement was because I don't know when you ran to the bathroom. Was basically just people in general just being hypocrites about everything and just wanting to get their point across rather than like actually do the thing that better society. Mm -hmm. Do you? But that's like a hard thing to do, you know, because we don't really know what every. Again, it goes back to like, what the hell is everyone's best interest? Who am I or who are you to say what's best for us? And I think that's one thing people just need to understand and to get a better grasp of instead of taking it into their own hands and doing what they think is better for other people. No, I feel that. Uh, no, I do, I'm, I'm like I'm not acting like I have all the answers or whatever. I really don't. No, it was just a general statement. Um, I just. Well, I just feel like fucking shit up doesn't really make a difference. No, it doesn't. And that that's the problem. Like, people just took it amongst themselves to act on impulse and make matters worse. <laughs> Which, how's it going for us right now? Is it going good? Is it, uh... No, society is burning. Like, like that, that's great. It's a, it's a dumpster fire. And this whole, this, this entire fucking year, man, it, it felt like an episode of, like, South Jerry's... Yeah, it felt, yeah, it literally, yes, literally, it felt like like an episode of South Park, and um, oh man, South Park has it's been hilarious uh, how they've been uh, captivating all of it. I have not kept up with it recently, but uh, last year when I was watching some of that stuff, man, oh my god, some brilliant stuff in there. But yeah, it literally feels like South Park right now, and uh, I just wanted to be over. It's felt like South Park mixed with idiocracy because, you know, the whole celebrity becoming president shit. It feels like literally everything that is, like, the worst part. Like, dude, if you would have told me last year that, A, Kobe Bryant was going to die, fucking the pandemic yeah. happened, a pandemic and a pro two protests happened, as in terms of a right-wing protest and a left-wing protest happened, and all this shit. I would have said, yo, you're bashing insane. I was <laughs> not even just, this is the longest time I haven't like worked in ever since I lived with my mom. 
and all this type of shit while living alone, I would say you're bashing and shitting. Like, I feel like it's just, we don't know what the new normal is going to be. And that's putting a lot of people, definitely extroverts, in, like, panic mode. Like, people who, you know, as soon as this pandemic first started, and then the right-wing protests came out where, like, they were making memes like, Karen wants a haircut, where they were literally saying, hey, my small bit." in some cases, some people were saying stupid shit like that. Hey, my small business that I spend a lot of money, you know, took out loans for that I needed to pay. Our government, our right-wing government, is not allowing us to do this, and we're fucked right now. I need to get back to normal because... I might be homeless. I might fuck right. up my life. And people were making memes and being like, oh, Karen just wants a haircut and blah, 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 blah. And like, yeah, they did the same bullshit. But guess what? You know why motherfuckers don't go fucking bashing insane and cause riots or right-wing protests? Because those motherfuckers are in the police force too. So they're not going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, man. They're not going to run up in their shit and shoot shit or break shit down. That's why shit doesn't happen. That's when, you know, the Confederate flag and all that type of shit happened. Those protests happened. Yeah. You have all those people. They don't cause the violence. They don't cause the destruction because they're in those communities as well. Precisely. Like, it's only us. It's not as well. Going people. into those neighborhoods and wreaking havoc. Like, we're... You would not see a whole right-wing protest going to, like, Philadelphia of, like, hey, yo, Confederate flags are lit. Like, this is awesome. A, because we're in the North. But two, it's just, like, if they go down the fucking bottom, if they go down North Philly, they go on 21st and Lehigh and try that shit, they will be done. Finito. <laughs> like, and, and I'm saying this as a motherfucker who lived on the tip of the fucking hood in Frankfurt. Yeah. Like, I, I am the bare minimum of hood. But I'm just saying, even if they try that shit in Frankfurt near the fucking term, they, they'll be done. But it just seems like we're just so prone of, like, ripping apart everything. And like I said, I'm not for capitalism. But I also understand it's going to do a lot more harm than good than we just changed our whole system. And, like, a lot of people are going to get fucked up. And a lot of people don't want to make that change. Yeah. I don't yeah. want more people to die. No. Like, and that's problematic to say, hey, I just don't want people to die. I don't want you to kill people that I don't agree with. I don't want you to beat the shit out of someone just because you don't agree. I want education. I want you to do proper education. I don't want you to ridicule them unless it's for the sake of comedy because comedy should be a thing. I prefer racist people because everybody's all logical and reasonable. You know, where would <laughs> jokes be? I like yeah. making jokes comedy. about shit. Comedy is a dead art form now. Like everything is just, Dude. you can't, you can't make a fucking joke. Everything's offensive to everyone. And speaking on this issue, I think the, one of the best demonstrations of what you mentioned is what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse and the shootings over there mm-hmm. with him pr- trying to protect businesses and whatnot, supposedly, um, allegedly. allegedly, I don't really agree with how he handled the situation or what happened, but it was, Oof, it was a very eventful moment. Um, everybody fucked up in that situation. From what everybody, I don't like commenting on issues that are so current. But just based off the information that I do know, it just seemed like everybody was wrong in that instance. Yes. Like yeah. literally, he's seventeen year olds with a gun, but that's in Wisconsin. With an and, AR. Have, and, and but it's a hunter permit. But whatever, you shouldn't only you been using that for hunting. And this is a vegan saying that, or um, or self defense of your homes. Yeah, I but think, you're like, going to an area literally strapped up. But mm-hmm. however, 
if like I said, this is all alleged information by change. If someone's coming to at you, one with a gun, one with a skateboard, and you're a friend, you feel threatened. Mm, everybody fucked up. Everybody fucked up. Everybody then goofed in that situation. And also the fact that he ran towards police with the AR and didn't get popped. And didn't get popped, or you know, no one questioned it. That made me extremely fucking uneasy. I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what's real. I legit I, I, I literally know. I've seen people get popped by police for lesser. Yes. Yeah. And with the whole um, Jacob Blake situation, is that his name is that correct? Please. Uh, the the, uh, the black man that was shot in the back several I think times, so. seven walking away from the cops. Yeah. With well, with everything that I'm hearing about that. <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very fucked up, sad situation. But in contrast to that, I saw a video last week. Or I think it was earlier this week. I'm not sure how recent the video was. I didn't look at the date, but you're really loud. Sorry. Um, there was a there was a white woman where the police was were called to the home because of the, the domestic violence dispute, and <clears throat> there was a female officer and a male officer, both white. Um, they got called to the home. And the body cam, you know, shows the female officer arriving at the, uh, the, the the resident and she rings the doorbell. She looks away for a split second. And once the door opens, the lady literally lunges out with, with, a, with a kitchen knife and stabs her in the shoulder. And oh, she's shit. like, what the fuck? Drop the knife. Drop the knife. Then she has a gun drawn at her. She finally drops the knife. Now, this is a woman that was clearly suffering from mental illness and whatnot. So... The officers give her time to walk forward, pick up the knife once again, and lunge at an, 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 the male officer at this point. And then he unloaded a couple. He let a couple shots fly at her. She falls to the ground. Finally, drops the knife. Um, I'm not entirely sure what's her state or if she's in critical condition right now. But it happened in Jackson, Florida. But I'm just like, what the fuck? What, what what's really real? I don't know. I I really don't know if it's a race thing. Is it, it do do Police departments handle things different. I I truly don't know. Is it sometimes that the cop is actually doing her job? Like there's a yeah. I I really scenarios. I really don't fucking know. And it's like I I truthfully think there there does need to be some some sort of police reform and to 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 a degree. Like I think we there needs to be better training because police's job is to de-escalate the situation and in order. Yeah, a lot of a lot of instances we we don't see that. I, I have more, more trigger discipline and knowledge of guns than most police officers. It's fucking ridiculous. That's a flex. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like they just let shit fly. Oh my god, it's 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 crazy, man. I don't I don't know, man. But um, but yeah, like it's, it, everything's just fucked right now. Everything is fucked, and it feels like America's burning down to the ground. Um. In some places, in some places like mm-hmm. where I'm at, like literally, I'm telling you, dog, if you come to where I'm at, like shit feel like a Saturday morning. Like compared to like what you're seeing online, what you're mm-hmm. seeing in other states and what you're seeing, like I, I don't feel like it's as bad. And this part goes back to social media as people make it seem. But once a f- million people are posting that one incident, yeah. it makes it feel more violent in your mind. That shit is really bad. Honestly, no. shit could be way worse. We have... Yeah, so it- we have worse. Yeah, absolutely. It's just an amplified instance. You know, people magnify Everybody's everything home. and make it a lot worse. Everybody's fucking home, dude. So on Everybody. top of that, we all have our eyes. We all have our eyes in that one situation. 
Like, yeah. like I said, it's like I'm legit sound like a fucking re- like a black Republican right now, and I don't like that. What I'm just trying to say is, I don't. Everybody needs to chill the fuck out and just be chill, cause y'all making my anxiety go up, and I don't fuck with that. Oh look, dude, I did a full circle. But like, yeah, <laughs> like it's it's raising me up to a point where I'm like literally when the, like the fucking George Floyd thing happened, like mm-hmm. um. Even a thing in, uh, I think a mod something. Mod Arbery. Oh, Arbery, when he got like killed, like I literally had friends, like, like certain people hitting me up, like, "Yo, don't go outside, like, shit is dangerous it's not out here." Heat, and yeah. I'm just like, dude, I, I, I live in, I, I live here, I live in this nice ass neighborhood um, outside of yeah. Philly. Literally, everybody here has a gun. Mm-hmm. They would not do, try that shit here. You wouldn't. You would never. I'm not saying that situation don't pop off here. They do, but that shit is yeah. more internal inside the house. And I mean, that's you know, outside uh, Philadelphia culture in general, drugs and heroin, domestic abuse. But like, that shit is not popping off here. We mm-hmm. know well enough, and there's not that many of us here to do that in general. Like, yeah. it, it will literally be the opposite of what, like, white people are doing to, like, inner-city communities. Like, going to their communities to protest. It's like, imagine a bus of, like, like inner-city people go to the suburbs to pro- protest. That shit is not flying there. <laughs> not at all. Like, oh. you know, like, Bucks County, Montgomery County Police don't fuck around that shit. No, They're way no. bigger dicks in Philadelphia. If you want to deal with some fucking dickheads, go to... Bus County, Montgomery County, somewhere else, Lower Marion, Upper Marion, like go to one of those type of police. They are the biggest asshole because those motherfuckers are bored. Like yeah. they have nothing to do. They only had to deal with drunk college kids, drunk high school kids, and maybe a one or two domestic abuse. They don't have to deal with the murders. They don't have to do shit like that. I think like the only, the last biggest situation I know that like shit got really fucking crazy was like a few years ago when that uh, kid in Bucks County killed like a like three people like and that shit was all over facebook and like he hid their bodies you remember didn't that he, it, it was some italian sh- kid did he shoot them or did he like he like, shot them and like buried them somewhere you, you know what i'm talking about though right it's not familiar vaguely uh when did when did this happen like 20 oh. like right before the election so like 2016 i vaguely like, yeah i vaguely remember what the fuck happened but um if anyone remembers please send that I, I, I know what i'm talking about <laughs> But uh, and I I'm too lazy to look it up. Look at me stereotyping. I think I remember was it, it wasn't the kid that was on the run for a while. Like he uh, he was and he turned himself in. Remember? Okay. Did he? he he's You're the about one to that me like. Look it up. I hate you. I was <laughs> I was trying to be lazy. He wasn't the kid that that he killed like um. He killed his girl's boyfriend and then kidnapped her and then I might be thinking of somebody else. I don't think so. I can't I can't exactly recall, but I I, I it sounds vaguely familiar. Familiar. It was like teenagers. They were definitely teenagers. They were super young. They were like around our age. What they were. Oh, they, so there was multiple like yeah, accomplices. Yeah. Oh. Uh, or are you saying the victims were Cosmo Dionardo? That was the person. It was two people. Um, they killed. They killed three people. It was two people who confessed to killing four men, and this was in uh, Bucks County. Like, yeah, it was in uh, mm-hmm. Bucks County. Yeah. That's the last yeah. time shit got fucking crazy. And, um, a couple years ago. And a couple years ago. But shit doesn't get crazy like that. No, nah, so not in Bucks County. We don't have really. 
worry about that type of shit here in like Buck, Bucks County, Montgomery County, in these areas. So like, it's, it's it's usually because they're not inner city areas. Because again, like it's always been statistically proven that people who are bunched up in inner city or urban environments, where there's like row houses and people are li- literally living, like 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 for instance, in the ghettos or projects where people are literally living on top of one another, sandwiched together and shit in these small like. These, these small like vicinities of one another like, of course like there's more crime that's gonna pop off you know what i'm saying especially when there's not enough money and resources put into those areas everybody's gonna be fighting over some shit especially resources so like, you gotta rob somebody you gotta kill somebody for something not it doesn't happen man. it doesn't happen in, in in you know suburban neighborhoods where people live further apart where there's equity in neighborhoods and things like that it, it just doesn't happen yeah, so what what would be your, if you're an insert person in that neighborhood, would your, be, would your answer to be to continue doing the same things that are not helping? Absolutely not. I mean, I've lived in those these types of neighborhoods all my life, so I'm, I'm honestly desensitized by the bullshit by now. I just keep to myself. You can only look out for your, your home and your family and yourself at the end of the day, and I don't know, it just feels like everything is just burning down around you. And I, I don't know. Uh, there's only so much you can do in your own neighborhood. I really don't. Literally, just protect your own neck. Like legit, that's the that's only it. thing you can do is like protect your own. Make sure you and yours is good. You got the fucking Glock now, so it's just like, <laughs> like that's the only thing you can do. Like legit, and I'm one of those people too where I eventually want to get like a firearm as well. Where I'm just like. If the all chance I'd rather be caught with it or with, than without it. That's one thing that I got from like no My lacking. Favorite saying, yes. <laughs> no lacking. Like I'd rather never, be caught never with lack. It. Yeah, like I, I, I want to be one of those people because like yeah, there's an off ch- chance. I'm not in love with guns. I'm not one of those people who's just like I need a gun. I like the way they feel. They make my dick feel bigger. Or like one of those people who like feel like they can't live without it. Or one of those people who are completely against it. I feel like they're violent in certain communities. Like it, there, I do believe that there, there could be an all chance that shit might pop off. It's not just me, my life at risk, and my neighbors too that I like, I fuck with. It's my family members. It's whoever it is there at the time, and like I don't see the point. Like, as long as we have trigger discipline, as long as you know how to take care of it, as long as you're not just disposing it to the world every fucking five minutes, like you're a fucking dumbass. Like, hey, I got a gun, big line, big lock, all, all everywhere for everybody to see, so they can test you. No, keep that shit private. Tell a few people just to let you know, you know, whatever. But, like, I just don't see the point of, like, being against something like that unless people are logical. Like, mm-hmm. and I guess I'm putting more faith, too much faith in humanity. But That's... I feel like most people with a gun are not doing stupid shit like that if you're not no. committing a crime. Elite, legal. Legally. Legally. Per, legally per, because it's like, the thing about buying a firearm of any kind, legally owning it is, it's like Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club, don't talk about Fight Club. Nope. So, you got it. You bought it. It's secure. It's safe. You're keeping your family safe. That's what matters. But in regards to purchasing firearms, um, unfortunately, the PA police station, they pretty much stopped. Uh, amidst all the corona chaos, they stopped giving out the concealed carry permits to people. So um, because before the, the pandemic, like when it really reached its peak in like March, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the before the office closed and everything, they shut down, and they already had like two thousand license to carry permit requests. And then when they opened back up, they just completely stopped issuing them. So you can't conceal and carry until next year. 
I, I literally have to wait until next year to get my permit. That's ridiculous. Um, and I, I'm really, I'm a strong advocate for black gun ownership, of course, legally to defend your home, defend your family and whatnot. And the great thing about living in PA in general is that you can own a firearm, you can open carry, except in Philadelphia because it is one of the first American cities. So there's like, this, I forget what it's called, but it's, you know, it's one of these laws you cannot open carry um, a, a, a firearm in Philadelphia because, you know, it's a city. Um, but if you do have your concealed carry permit, you can pretty much conceal carry wherever. Um, but that's not very likely. And it's a, it's at a very shitty time. A lot of people waited until the last goddamn minute to do this, you know, because of the pandemic and what's going on. But I, I think that everyone should honestly possess, at, you at least purchase a firearm at this moment if you can find some. Ammunition is sold out pretty much everywhere, which is ridiculous so if you know family members or friends you can exchange ammo with or your local gun shop try to talk to somebody you know try to defend yourself uh, you know defend your home if need be um you can still legally purchase that firearm you just can't open carry and whatnot but uh learn to shoot have proper trigger discipline and how to operate a firearm just like you would know how to operate a car or anything that you possess learn how that thing functions to be safe and whatnot um yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's getting crazy out here, man. It's and it's I, what I see in the foreseeable future and what's going to happen is is right now, like we're slowly creeping up on a nationwide like scarcity and in, in munitions and food and finances. Like there's a literally a local um, a nationwide uh, coin shortage. I don't know about I don't know what's going on with like the printed money because I know the mint was actually shut down because it was apparently deemed. Uh, non-essential from what which i heard is fucking which, crazy which is which <laughs> exactly i was speechless i was like huh the fucking mint the, the place that literally prints money like the, i don't well most money okay. is digital now like yeah most money like right. i don't i don't know that do you carry cash on you most of the time i carry both just in case mm-hmm. um you know it, it doesn't hurt you know uh carry a couple bills uh especially loose ones at least 10 to 20 ones and you know a couple 20s and whatever whatever else i have in my pocket but i do prefer a carrying card it's a lot less to worry about you know physical cash is very disposable you can lose it you can just like a card but it's it's not gone forever yeah you can get the replacement for the card exactly like Um, i i i kind of see more or less the same thing it's like definitely because i think trump signs the additional 400 rather than additional 600 but it hasn't been passed and like the government might shut down right before the election or during the election in general so we gotta see how fucked up this shit becomes again because motherfuckers like fighting on both sides and nothing ever gets fucking taken care of and it's just like i see more people getting more angsty as we get closer to november so that's why i'm like Happy that shit is calming down more or less here until shit pipes up. My my place votes red anyway, so I won't see the difference. But, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to see any of my homies get fucked up. No. I don't want to see anyone deal with some fuck shit because, like, everybody has, like, this whole, it's now or never. It's like, dude, this whole voting thing just getting so whacked that I have people who are texting me, like, organization telling me, like, literally, I got one earlier today, a spam call about the black oh vote. My- God, and I never bro. signed up for anything like that. How, how? The thing I never understood is that how the like I've been getting a shit ton of spam messages myself from different people. Like, oh my god, I don't even. But how the fuck do they even know 
I, you're black. And like, uh, this has happened to multiple of my friends too. Like, they were, they were happening to people. Like, is there something you have to sign? Like, when you, when you actually like sign up know. to vote, like register to vote, like, do you have to put your race down? Me personally, I never ever went down to the, to the, to the ballots and like actually registered to vote. My mom actually went against my will and actually, oh. actually registered me to vote. And that was fucked up. And like, I, I never really talked to her about it. But like, again, I'm an apolitical person. I think it, a lot of it is bullshit. They're just puppets with hands up their ass and nothing really fucking changes. I don't know. Dude, I've been an independent for the last, what's, well, six years almost uh, since I was able to vote. Uh-huh. Um, Almost seven. And it's just like, I just don't get it like i i just don't get it. i know understand like it sucks that i can't i couldn't vote in the primary because i probably would have voted for bernie um and even though he said what i lost because you know corruption but like it sucks that i can't vote in the democrat or the republican primary but like i'm i don't consider myself a moderate my girlfriend fucking calls me that all the time like i'm a moderate i'm just like and i guess this is the definition i'm willing to have my per, uh, like my decision or what information comes to me and make my decision then mm-hmm. rather than just blindly voting for you know democrat or blindly voting for republican like because i have people in my family who are republicans i think they're bashing insane i have people who are democrats in my family i think they're bashing insane i just find both of it you're so in love with political people where we're making them celebrities and I'm like making them like important people like we don't have no ruling class we don't have like a royal family and whatnot no. but we put celebrities and like you know political figures on such a high spectrum that is just like it becomes weird and like first of all i'm not gonna argue with anyone who look at anyone that have a favor it's all or nothing our world is gonna end i don't like to do in the absolute it's not fun like no it's scary and my mind is already like pacing nervous enough that's the reason why we're doing this at 2 40 in the fucking morning because I, <laughs> I can't maintain myself during the day mm. um but yeah like it's hard it's hard to think about like anything as extreme when like your boy low-key is like always depressed and like low-key just wanted to end it sometimes like it's hard to think about like shit that affects people who are still planning on being here a long ass time where me i'm just like uh, yeah. yeah it's fine like once shit ends it ends dude i don't i'm gonna care about the care about the people and things i can care about now and appreciate them rather than just go through a constant battle that i know is never gonna end no. wow and republicans are racist wow democrats are pussies like big surprise there <laughs> i, I wouldn't i never knew like wow these are things i never knew like <laughs> like i it's like oh, i don't care dude both sides are corrupt nancy pelosi literally just did a whole thing where she was just like you know we're afraid of you know quarantining blah 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 blah, blah. but then getting her fucking haircut in fucking los angeles uh, while you have homeless people just fucking in the street like all the time uh, like, everybody's a fucking hypocrite. You guys stand her when she did the whole ripped up the paper when the whole nominee happened for, like, the Supreme Judge or whatever. Uh, and, like, oh, yeah, we stand her. She's so great. She's iconic. She's a queen. Y'all fucking weird. Anyone <laughs> who put Trump on a fucking pedestal or any of these right-wing political pundits or, like, fucking Candace Owens or, or whatever, like, all the black conservatives look at her like, Jesus, y'all motherfucking weird to me, too. 
Y'all don't know these niggas. They Big don't know you. Nah, AOC, like, oh you don't know her. <laughs> Seriously. They schlob on his knob. Like, hop off Trump's dick, man. Please. Oh, like, Trump's my president. Trump's gonna... Trump's just amazing. No, he... He, he don't give a fuck about you, bro. He does not personally know you. If they wear a suit and tie, all, they but... most likely do not fucking care about you. They don't care. And I think... I think people are way more complex than just our political views. Like, we have... We have... We can't just conform to just one title or, or if we're Democrat or if we're Republican or if we're moderate or libertarian or blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just not how life works. That's not how people work. We're very complex individuals that have intricate differing opinions of different matters. Like, some people are pro-abortion. Some people are pro-life. So you might have the same political views as that person, but you might have a different opinion on... Things like contraceptives, things like birth control, and you know, just what fucking ice cream. Everything's political. What? Oh, you don't like fucking chocolate ice cream? What? What are you a fucking uh, ice cream mister or some shit? Like, and it's gotten so bad to the point where like you just can't be. I don't know. You can't talk as people any fucking more. No. It's all about your your politics, whatever, whatever, you're, whatever you're politically leaning. That's how people vet you out if you're a piece of shit or not, which is ridiculous. Just fucking ridiculous. I've never just said, "Oh, you're a fucking you're a Republican." Oh, you're just a piece of shit, racist asshole that doesn't like black people or something. What? Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, for instance, I had this one friend, um, or acquaintance, whatever I guess, who, who, um, God, what were we talking? We were talking about fat shaming or some shit like that, body positivity and fat shaming and whatnot, which is fucked up. You know, I don't think anybody should be shamed for their body or and whatnot. But I'm also a, I'm also a fitness advocate. I believe that you should be physically fit or you know of good health mm-hmm. because either you you if you're too big or too and too heavy, you got too many pounds in your heart. That's a detriment to your health, and you need to change your diet. You need to exercise. If you're too skinny, that's very life threatening too. You're very brittle. You're very uh, you're very um. That was the word. You can be you're, you're exposed to, to to being very vulnerable to like getting hurt easily and dying potentially or, or even you, you know being exposed to like certain diseases and sicknesses and, and dying off very easily if you have a weak immune system and whatnot. But anyway, what I was getting what I was getting at was that yeah, fat acceptance and all that stuff. Like I'm on the fence about it, but I'm like body shaming and shit like that. That's not cool. But also, I why is the conversation always about big? or obese people you never hear anyone talking about skinny people or anorexic people when i was growing up i was bullied because i was skinny or you know i was i was bullied because i was a little bit shorter than most guys i wasn't as brawny or big or muscly as everyone else and what i noticed is that a lot of big people who had big statures or weighed a lot more would use their size to their advantage to bully people or, or get what they wanted out of people but no one ever talks about that and I mean, again, I, I didn't say anything about fat people being bad or, or or anything about how their body's horrible and nothing like that. I didn't say anything like that. She equated every. She literally ignored everything I said. All she got out of that was, "Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way about fat people." What the fuck? <laughs> I was. I'm like, what? Like, no, I or no, actually, no, actually, this is what she said verbatim. I'm sorry, you hate fat people. Where did she get that? I don't fucking know. I'm like, 
and it's like people they they no longer respond to exactly what the fuck you just said instead they respond to what they feel you said and i'm like you people you you have a college degree you people go to college and you just like i i I don't understand (laughs) i genuinely don't get it I'm, I'm, I was just like, what? Like, I, I, I never said that. I, I, that's you ignored everything I literally just mentioned, and you, that's what you got out of it. I hate fat people, really. It, it goes back to the point of where they want to hear what they want to hear because they will just take the offense rather than the criticism. It's easier to just say, "Hey, you, you, you said bad thing about me," and just like, dude. Uh, coming from someone who also have like being super skinny and being super twiggy it's like yeah the only person that i feel like still gets like stand for like being skinny def- definitely in like the scene community when i was in high school was like eugenia cooley whatever her name was that super skinny girl that well like everybody was just like this is problematic that's the last time i ever heard someone being like yo skinny being weird we're like in the 90s where we're pushing against that like anorexia and like and, like you mm-hmm. know the paris hill like hilton thing where we oh, made God. jokes about that shit like in the 2000 for you know sick of the toothbrush in the mouth like we legit made jokes about it but now being it's like bulimic and shit. yeah like being bulimic being anorexic which is as more actually more terrifying than being morbidly obese to me because those they look like straight zombies. Yeah, and like, then also mention the fact that like women that are in like the fashion industry, they have to stay very th- thin and skinny and tall and whatnot. Ice. So they'll yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're chewing on ice and they're eating like a leaf or like a Sticking fingers down their throat and shit. Yeah, and just... that was a big thing that we pushed uh-huh. against, and it's just like it's crazy how we we push in the early two thousands and like the late nineties away from being an arrested, you know, shit like that, and then we push to the stream of like okay, now we should accept all fat people and, like, all bigger people. All body types are positive, and there's nothing wrong with being big. Yes, do not shame these people. I'm completely in agreement. I'm not the healthiest person myself. I'm underweight. Not severely, but I'm underweight for my height. I've been making mm-hmm. changes to my diet. I've been eating more. I've been exercising more because I want to be bigger because I want to be healthy. Like, it's one thing to acknowledge your issue. It's one another thing to just be like, well, it's okay. And whatever happened, happened. However, it's, it is your life. You want to fuck it up. I'm okay with people. Not, you know, Darwinism or whatever it's called. But, like, I'm okay with people fucking up their life or doing whatever it takes to make them happy. Some people can smoke cigarettes and eat McDonald's for their whole entire life and make it a 90. Some people, mm-hmm. it's about the quality of your life. If you want to do that, go ahead. However, I just feel like I'm not going to be like, what about the kids? Kids will do whatever the fuck they want to. But in the sense of, like, what are we showing for future generations, which is more or less saying the same thing, but, like, what are you showing the future generation where we're condoning, and this goes into more than this fetish acceptance or body positivity, like, what are we sending going forward to other people, like, growing up the next generation, that no matter what flaw you have, that is not, like, you know, a mental flaw or whatnot, that it's okay, and no matter how much this might affect your health going forward or your quality of life going forward, it's okay, like, we keep getting to the point where everything's okay nothing's wrong mm. nothing's wrong we can't criticize anything everything is nothing unless you're right wing we cannot criticize you you can't be criticized like if you're if you're not fitting the bubbles that the points that i want to put on my benchmark test then i can't criticize you 
Like it's it's crazy that we we can't get to the point where we're just criticism support even mm-hmm. if it's like i think uh julian michaels uh a few months ago or whatever the, the workout chick uh woman uh she does talked about the whole lizzo thing oh, and, like, yeah. people cancel her but she was just legit giving obvious advice and lizzo was just being like well fuck you bitch like who cares about that and it's just like yeah honestly don't who cares let her do her own thing but it's just like when you're a public figure it's more than just about you mm-hmm. And because American culture put it on such a high pedestal where it's just like, these things are not okay. And like, I get it. We want everybody to feel accepted. But at some point, when are we going to actually like make changes? This is why, like, you look how other countries look at us where we get the stereotype of being morbidly obese. We only care about fast food and all that. And we're not healthy people. No. There's proof is literally in the pudding that you're eating. We're literally like, we're fucking laughing stock compared to other countries, man. And that's why, going back to earlier, like dating is just, it's a shit show, honestly, man. Because everything, everything. We did it. We did it. I'm proud of you. Continue. <laughs> but um, it's a fucking shit show, man. Like we, we we didn't talk about that earlier, but yeah, like it's true. Like all, all what everyone what everyone thinks that like in other countries about us, like it, it's pretty fucking true. Like we're we're fucking up over here, man. We're fucking up. And that's when we were trying to normalize shit too much. Like when, like when do we stop and say, okay, well, that's not okay, that's not cool. Nothing. It's gotten to the point where on websites like Tumblr, they're they these people are banned now. Like you can't find anything on them anymore. And in Tumblr, I think they, it's been scrubbed clean, thankfully. But you have people trying to normalize pedophilia as a sexual orientation, like they're part of the LGBT. Yep. And they're they're trying to use the title. Oh, the acronym MAP, which is Minor Attractive Persons. Mm-hmm. That's fucking why I never would have thought in my on all my days that I would ever hear this shit. People are trying to dress it up, make it sound nice, and they even um, I don't even know if this has a correlation to it, but they even they uh, I think it was was it Netflix or Amazon Prime? I can't remember, but they they have a documentary I Pedophile or some shit like that. What? It, it might have been Amazon. I'm not sure. They interview a pedophile. He's also an amputee. What? <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. It's bad. It's bad. But, yeah, we like, if, and if you, if you, if you try to, like, go against this whole narrative that everything's oh. okay, everything's acceptable, you're labeled as an, an ism, or, I mean, excuse me, an, as a sexist, or, or a, this type of phobe, or that type of phobe. And it's like you can't even have an opinion or express your viewpoints on things or criticize anything anymore. Or you're labeled these horrible things. Or you're this type of apologist. Or if you believe in due process or something like that. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the iPhone. Hey, you didn't, you didn't know about that? You didn't, you didn't hear about that? No. It's fucking wild. Is it on Amazon? Is it on Amazon? Prime? It's, um... Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, okay. Because I, uh... I watched... I was sifting through, like, the, um... The previews and of it because i heard about it a couple years ago and i was like whoa amazon did what now so it was really uncomfortable to like watch the trailer like with a little snippet of it and like them going like this in-depth uh review i mean inter- interview with them excuse me um and some inter- some some actual reviews i actually watched too people talking about the film i i honestly 
I don't think I, I I don't know if I'll ever check it out. Yeah. No. It, it no, I I really don't because that shit just it, it makes me feel really sickening and uneasy. And he just looks like a generic he, yeah, pedophile. He, he, yes, he looks the part. You know. I, and no, it it's not a sexual orientation. I don't give a fuck if you're a person like. No, we we I, and, and like. People in the LGBTQ have been pushing against this shit for years. It's been documented. It's like literally yeah. they're shaming this shit as well. It just people just giving it something friendly by calling it maps, like fucking door and it's just poor. I'm the map. I'm the map. Like that's, that's what I think of every time, and it's just really fucked dude, up because you're because like, oh man, and this is something again. This is something that the LGBT has been like pushing back against because for a long time it was a misconception that. You're gonna the talking point. You're gonna what? You're gonna allow trans people in now, non-binary? What? You're gonna allow pedophilia, and that's like the whole homophobic, transphobic, you know. Not even just that, but they, for some weird ass reason, like it's been like this, this dumb misconception that gay people are somehow child diddlers, which doesn't make any fucking sense. They just they like adults that are also the same of the same sex, like. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand where where the whole the child thing came in. Like I don't know where they, they feel got like being there. born gay is a thing that comes from trauma rather than actually being like actually born gay. Like it's just circumstances make you gay and you can stop <laughs> being gay. They believe in gay conversion camps and shit like that. It's oh, bashing no. insane. No, it's one of those things that is also getting normalized. But you see that in society, like we saw the thing with cuties, but that was from France, I believe. Yeah, we see it in like Western society where like we're normalizing like girls on TikTok who are just like, if you're over the age of like eighteen and you're using TikTok and you're like a dude, I don't trust you. <laughs> like that might be you know being sexist and whatnot. I do not trust your intentions. Like the same thing with Vine. Like a few years ago when like older people got on it, and I was still like at that age where it was acceptable. Like I think Vine was like popping around 2015 when I was like 20. I still felt weird even looking at that most of the time because most of the time it's like young ass kids who were born in like 2003, 2004. Like the situation I told you about earlier today where like that 13 year old girl got an abortion and she's 15 now, allegedly. Uh, it's just like they have tattoos, bad baby, all these type of people who are like, yo, why are you like. It's more of those things where it was like a meme, like back in the Facebook days. Like I grew up doing this around thirteen and looking like this, like looking like an actual kid, and like girls look like actual like young girls. But now they're getting breast implants. Now normalizing doing a sexy dance on a fucking thing, and it's just like not saying that they deserve it because they're wearing. We're not saying that that's Mm -hmm. fucking gross. I'm saying like it's normalizing that, like you know. Hey, it's okay to be sexually free and wear revealing stuff at 15 and not expect some weirdos, creepo fuckers are going to try to find you online and they're jerking off to you like from fucking Yugoslavia, former Soviet Union type type shit. Like, it's it's weird. It's weird putting your kids on the internet. Like, if I ever had a kid, I would not put them on the internet. Or, like, motherfuckers use videos of them taking a bath, like, washing their kid and the kid's butt-ass naked or, like, uh, barely naked, like, just wearing a diaper. Some weirdo fuck is taking a snapshot and jerking off of it. There was literally a case of this not too long ago one of my friends posted where, like, people are screenshotting photos and keeping it. Like, even people who are posting their kids in a non-sexual context. What? That's 
what I'm saying. Motherfuckers are weird. And for you to just post your kid online for the world to see in this world where we're, where we're literally saying that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, uh, Galen, you know, all that type of shit, the whole sex mm-hmm. ring, the, I'm not even going to say all that. So all that type of shit is getting people killed and like human trafficking and child trafficking and tra- child sex work has been a thing for literally years and years and years. It's not surprising at this point that like almost everybody I know, like, like every figure, like famous figure, I wouldn't say that I know, but like famous figure has some case like underneath it. Like if you're a famous person, I most likely believe like you did a little kid. Like I, that's why I can't do stand culture. Cause I'm like, when is it going to happen? When is the information going to come out? Seriously, like you, you're just expecting it at some point, definitely, because as we've seen throughout the years, like somebody, all, so many celebrities have come out as diddling some kid or being involved in some sketchy business, and Hollywood and all that. So friendly, so they play they, that they, one role I really like in that movie. Remember that movie? I really liked that movie, so it's okay. It's great. I I loved them so much. They can't do that. What? They were a superhero that one time. I totally know who know who they are as a person. We get disillusioned from that shit, man. It's it's just like social media. We see the hot chicks on there with all their filters and shit. Mm-hmm. Meet them in person, perfect. and we realize their attitude is shit, or we were completely used for a meal or something like that. It's like, oh, you're full of shit like everybody else. Okay, cool. This is what I said, and why I always say it. I judge people on how they actually act towards me or the real them. Because I don't, if I don't know you, like another reason why I don't follow that many people on social media, even when I do use social media, like for 50 minutes a day maximum, um, I only tend to follow people I actually know. Like I follow yeah. one or two bands just to say they're posting new music. But the majority of people I met in real life, and to say that I have like I met over 170 people in my life is pretty fucking decent. But like, that's that all I need. But that's <laughs> all I need, and I only fuck with like for real, for real, not for play, play. I only fuck with like a good 10 or 15 of them on a regular. It's like I'm just doing a mental check and I'm like, is you dead? Yeah, I mean, real shit. No, like majority of the fucking people that follow you on social media, half of them don't fucking respond. Nope. The other, the other. 25% don't even fucking care and oh fuck it out man other 15% just eh. it's 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 so like none of this shit is real I, I no. keep doing a whole thing of like none of this shit is real but it's like legit I don't care anymore and once you get away from it once you have other problems affecting your life you're just like oh god but then people take that into real life and I guess my final point in this whole thing so we can wrap it up is just like I guess when you're working in a place in customer service where you have to talk to people that you normally don't talk to, who you think would post a wild shit online or say the rude, racist, homophobic, mm-hmm. whatever thing, you just realize they're just people. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that that actually happened to me years ago when I was uh, when I transferred to my my art university. And I was fairly new at this university, and I was <laughs> I was genuinely glad that i got to be at a new university it was a blank slate fresh start i was gonna meet new people make new friends and whatnot i was trying not to make any enemies and lo and behold i posted something on the internet making fun of this really really horrible terrible feminist slam poetry trying to call mario sexist you know because of the whole 
man saving a woman thing. It was a game made in 19 fucking 80 something. Like it was just a basic story of a dude saving a princess in peril. There's no, I, I don't know where that kind of, like I get it. Okay, cool. The, the male savior thing. Like I, it's really cool seeing a female character that can protect herself. She's strong. Yeah. We got that millions of times way before that. Can we talk about a lot. person not being a person of color most of the yeah. time too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they were, and they were like, I'm like, y'all don't play video games. Like y- y'all really don't. Samus, Samus Aaron from, from Metroid. She, she's, she's the protagonist. For the, longest she, she, time. for the longest fucking time years uh really recent like after mario came out too like when it, when mario first came out like metro was pretty like back in the day up there and inspired yeah. a, a shit ton of video games like metroidvania style games um but i made fun of this and i was just like this is fucking cancerous like this is horrible like this is this is awful first of all it's, it's a terrible use of like the art of slam poetry I used to be an Edgar Allan Poe kid back in the high school, so I'm 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 a very I'm a very uh, versed in, in in poetry. A little like bit that. of deaf in the air. I'm a, I'm a hoe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, me and Vietnam flashbacks, but um, but yeah, it was really funny. Like this girl, like she she like commented on it and was just, like really offended. And it was kind of it was it was honestly funny as fuck because I'm like Jesus Christ, like it's not that deep. It's just a joke. Like, um no i'm not hurting anybody i like it's fucking awful watch the video it's fucking awful do you really believe mario this little eight-bit piece of shit this little fucking plumber who actually used to be a carpenter <laughs> is saving this this princess who's in peril from this giant dinosaur monster which you should probably also watch the old mario movie that was made in back like, oh no like, i didn't i didn't yeah that horrible but like so bad it's good it's one of those movies you just You're have talking to... about the live action one right yes i yes. fucking love it man yes one of my like favorites. i hate watch it <laughs> Yes, it's one of those movies that is so bad, so good, you have to watch it. But, like, it's just a basic storytelling ele- plot element where a guy just saves a woman. That's it. And everyone's happily ever after. But, like, it was so fucking funny. And, like, I had all these random feminists that just came out of the, the, the woodwork. I don't know if they were, I guess they were friends. of. I had some girl who was a friend of a dude I was friends with. I don't even know how, how she even got on my status, but it was hilarious. I posted this thing, took a nap, and I was getting ready. To, I woke up later on that night because I had a night shift job at the time. I woke up and my shit was just blown the fuck up. Everyone's having this political debate and argument. Everyone's just, I, I'm a shit poster. I like shit posting. This is what we do, man. Pretty much we're shit posters. But like genuinely, like you got to have a laugh sometimes, man. Like, like I, it wasn't anything sexist. Like it wasn't anything fucking like legitimately harming anybody. This was just literally a critique on a horrible fucking slam poetry piece. And she was just like, oh, like I thought you were cool, man. Like that's how that's how I fucking felt. Like I, she was just like, I thought you were cool, man. Like that's what, that's not, like the way she's just fucking saying it. I'm like, yo, you. I didn't even comment on the post because like I, I just woke up and you guys had a full blown nuclear fucking nuclear podcast. Uh, hey. But like, right? <laughs> I had this full blown fucking debate and argument on shit. My friends are like shitting on them and making fun of them. It was fucking hilarious. But like I felt so bad because I'm like, oh god. Like you guys are making a bad example, man. Like you guys are making me not look cool, man. <laughs> but it was just really funny. I'm like, and I had to tell her, like, yo, I- I'm just a person with like my own opinions, my own beliefs, whatever. Like you can, I- I'm you can have whatever opinion of me you want. I don't give a fuck. Like that's your perception of me. Whatever perception you had before I I posted this, it was subjective. Everything's subjective, and that's when people have to realize, like, 
your idea of yourself and where you stand in your in life period is going to be vastly different from how other people portray you and their idea of you. So there's always two versions of you with every single person you meet. And it's it's fucking hilarious, man. And it's like, wow, I can't be my own person. I I have to abide by every rule that you like you you apparently just have dominion over my life of 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 what makes me cool or what makes me like okay. I was just like, that's bullshit. That is some superficial bullshit. And that's why people are like, they're stuck in these echo chambers today. It's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And that's why that's that. And that's what friendships and dating have become. It's sad that that's it. My sole basis of, of existing as, as to accompany your political beliefs and shit like that, just, just for us to be friends or just for us to be acquainted. I'm just a piece of shit. Because I, I, I made fun of something or I have a different opinion or something. Yeah, rather than asking you how you honestly feel about the topic or yeah, you a could, like, legit discussion that we keep saying that we want to do. Right. I'm like, yo. And then, funny enough, she didn't have anything to say after I said, hey, like I'm a, I'm a person with my own beliefs and whatnot. Yeah, whatever you thought about me before, that's completely subjective. Whatever you thought was cool. I, I, I didn't... It wasn't anything sexist. It, it, I never said... Well, oh, Oh, women, they don't deserve rights. They shouldn't be able to vote. They 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 should be back in the kitchen, you know? Like I did I I didn't say any of that shit. Projection. That's Projection, <laughs> precisely. Oh my god. And it's like just have a conversation with people and, and genuinely sit them down, ask them what they fucking truly believe. And a majority of people, they're just shit posting. A lot of people don't know satire or shit posting. It's not what they truly believe, man. Half the people that post all this shit on the internet, it's not what they truly believe. I honestly believe, like... It's next, not real, like you said. It's not real. Next year, like, after the election, because everybody's in this whole, it's now or never, it's time to vote. And, like, I, quick tangent. Besides <laughs> that, it's just, like, I love how everybody on the news, on radio, because I was in an Uber going to, like... uh my friend's place for her birthday like a few weeks ago and they were like it's time to vote it's time to get out and vote if you need help voting it's just like oh i know the ad you're talking about yeah and it's just like well what if i vote for donald trump though that's still technically me voting so how you feel about that it's like they're pushing you to vote in a way that you know it's whatever it's fine it's marketing but it's just in general yeah it's like in general most people are just i their internet persona and their real persona are two different people, so I just tend not to get disillusioned. I tend to know that everybody's just trying to get the most clicks. They politicize mm-hmm. death. They try to make the most iconic scene of, like, representing someone's life or something like that. Like, with the whole Chadwick Bosman thing. Like, mm-hmm. you had, like, kids get a bunch of their fucking toys and put Iron uh, fucking, oh, uh, you know, Black Panther down. And everybody, and then they're doing a little X. It's like, oh, you're trying to make a... Like, most people are like, oh, that's cute. Toys. And mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, dude, cool. You know how much money Disney's going to make off of this? Yep. You know how many special editions they're gonna make off this? Like literally their stock is going up because of this. Like i just just see for the bullshit is it's like or you just wanted me to make the most clicks and then my favorite point that I've been able to like point out and like see in the last couple weeks, if the is insert person makes really good political point or just a, a big no information behind it nuance point, how soon are they gonna post their OnlyFans? Or their business, <laughs> or support this person's GoFundMe, or Every just something doing with themselves where they're like, 
as legit as it's like, hey, I've made this really good point about racism in society, and um, I'm going to make this fun to maybe send money to black people, maybe not, you don't know. Um, but yeah, or this random person I think I know needs help. Um, or, you know, 50% off my OnlyFans, uh, support Black Lives Matter and the ALCU or whatever. And it's just like, dude, everybody's just trying to hustle everything. Hey, support my black owned business that doesn't have any products on there. Hey, like, you know, it's just this whole thing is just like everybody's trying to get their shit off. Like to say either they're the most oppressed person ever or they're the greatest person ever. And like they never did anything problematic. And it's just like, it's all bullshit. Please just let's laugh. It's fun to laugh. It's fun to be happy. It's not fun to like understand that the world is fucked up. Welcome to the party. Welcome. Welcome. What's up? Hey. <laughs> like, you're not Welcome in VIP yet. Yeah. RIP Pop Smoke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just like, dude, just enjoy shit, man. Like, it's really fun to do it. It's fun waking up knowing that you're not looking at your phone and constantly worrying about which celebrity to die that you cared about or, you know, what's going on in society. I'm not saying be disillusioned to it or, like, not, not acknowledge it, but at the same time, just like, have a chill moment. Don't keep being on cold red all the time. Like, have a moment where you're actually able to talk to people in person if you can. If you're in a household with just you, I understand it's difficult. But if you're in an instance where you could talk to other people, like-minded people, people you don't agree with, in some cases, it's fun just to talk about some bullshit. Play a board game, watch TV. That's not political. Play, play blackjack. Throw cards on the ground and pick them up and throw them on the ground again. Like, just play video games. Watch porn. Watch hentai. Like, do whatever, dude. Just be happy. Like, find a way to be happy and not focus on the bad all the time. Because then you're just going to be a negative-ass bitch and no one's going to fucking appreciate that. And that goes for men and women and everything in between. Like, stop being so fucking extra. Chill the fuck out. This is because... coming from a minority, by the way. I'm not white. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this this woke shit, this woke shit has become some sleep shit. Like y'all snoozing right the fuck now. This this shit has gotten out of hand. This Dude. being woke shit is is so it's become invasive. It's like it's like the fucking lantern flies out of this bitch. It's it's become so fucking bad for like any type of interpersonal relationships with people. Dude, the craziest thing, like I said it one more time. Like, it's having other white people fight with other white people over this. That's it's a, funny as fuck, but it is, like... It's, like, legit. Like, motherfuckers are not friends anymore. Motherfuckers no. are, like, literally not inviting people to weddings or and shit like that just based off of this shit. Like, friends who've been friends for years, like, this is the instance where it's broken up because insert thing about racism or insert belief and it's just like dude but y'all were cool any any other instance that you guys are talking you guys will be cool yeah like if we're talking about video games we're talking about makeup or we're talking about fashion we're talking about anything else music we like the whole entire nine but, but like how, how do you feel about like uh certain family members like Finally being exposed as racist, like when people finally begin like hate, politically aware and shit like that. I hate when people post that shit online because like yeah, I don't think I don't yeah I don't think that shit is unnecessary. Posting that shit on social media and why not like for like clout? Said, you're getting clout off it. Look how racist my family members. Check them by yourself doing a public shame thing. I never know 
instances where public shame actually does people well. Like, and to the phase that are like, like, you know, racism and shit like that. Like, yeah, no, call them out and shit like that. Like, it's entertaining. But, like, if you're doing it for the sake of, like, I hope they get it. No, you're just doing it for the sake of canceling. And I, I'm just not for that. Like, I, if you are racist and, like, you're having problematic view number 21 or your family member is and you wanted to just, like, teach them, actually talk to them. Yeah, have a discussion. Have a discussion get with a person. Some some people won't understand that you can't change them. Fuck them. Just Fuck leave them. them be. Let them faster. Let them be miserable. Let them suffer for the rest of their fucking lives. Who cares? Like, dude, or let them live. Who yeah. cares? As mm. long as they're not literally burning across on my fucking lawn, you know, literally stopping me and myself from getting a job, other people, not just me, just other people of color in general, like, because it's more than just black people who gets fucked over. It's more than just anyone getting, all, all of us are getting fucked over. The main reason why Martin Luther King was killed because he's trying to do the poor people's campaign or protest. And he tried to get poor people together. And that's why he was killed. Yeah. But it's just like, everybody's getting fucked over. So who cares? Just live up a little. If you can, if you're living in a suburban area and you are depressed every day because of an insert political issue that you have no effect on your life. And what happened in the inner city when you might not even ever go there in your life. Trust me, my black ass is never going back to Philly probably ever. Like, D Philly. I don't blame you. I, I want to move. I, I genuinely do. Like, I'm. I keep telling you, bro. <laughs> also, true. Also, white woman, please, you're not making a political statement by dating black men to make your parents angry. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't fucking do that. Do that, that. That's not fair. That's, that's, that's not cool. weird. Stop fetishizing us, too. Please don't. We don't like that shit. My dick is small. <laughs> he said that, not me. I, I don't know. My dick is two inches. Uh, me, me, on the other hand, I got like a whole, like, I got like a mule foot down there. You feel me? Like, I got, I got like a whole, a ham hawk. I got a saying. circumcised glizzy. Shit. No bun. You should you should go through the glizzy roller. The glizzy roll. No, but seriously, dude. Like got, got the bunless glizzy. The bunless glizzy without no rush relish, without no fucking mustard, without no cheese on the shit, without no fucking <laughs> chili on it. Like fuck <laughs> checkers, fuck Raleigh's. Like none of that shit is there, bro. My shit is bare. Glizzy like, with no buns. Glizzy <laughs> Glizzy Clobber. <laughs> Yo, oh, quick shit. point about that real quick before we start ending this shit. Uh, my my girlfriend sent me like a Facebook post where they made like a glizzy gladiator mask with a bunch of glizzy on it. And I, I got really mad that she told me she wouldn't buy it for me. <laughs> like she got an animal <laughs> face mask because she likes zoos and shit like that. Uh-huh. And like one of those kids animal face masks. And I'm like, that looks cool. And she's like a lion or a tiger or whatever the fuck mm. it is. Um, I can't see the color red, so I don't know what it is. Oh, um, shit, you're, you're colorblind? Like, low-key, yeah. Like, oh, well. shades of red, I, I'm not good with. I'm like, oh, is that brown? It's like, no, bitch, that's red. I'm like, oh, is that <laughs> pink? Oh, that's red. Um, But, yeah, like, she wanted those animals. I'm like, I, I'm cool with that. It's a face shield. It looks really cute. You're you're older, but it's cute because you're small. Um, but the question is, does it stay on during sex? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm trying to say is the fact like, that she would not buy me a glizzy gladiator face mask and said she'd rather be see me without it rather than see me with it. Very disappointing. You gotta disown her. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give her an ultimatum because, like, I, I need to know, like, 
Like, do you spice things up in the bedroom with the, with the Buster Relax. sword? That you like, do you do you just head that shit on? Like, like, bitch, I'm about to bust down your walls with the Buster oh, sword. Like this, this joint, I stay strapped during oh, this, this. This stays on during no, sex the whole time. No, we, you feel me? No, like, no. like if if you had the mask, would you just be like, I'm an Aztec warrior? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. No. Okay. I'm gonna wait until you're done. <laughs> Relax. All right. Well. Anyway, um, to wrap things up, folks, the world is going to shit. Um, I'm foreseeing a second wave of COVID mm-hmm. or, or in just like utter chaos. Flu uh, season number coming. two. Oh, got it. And, and it is, yeah, flu season is coming up in the, in the coming months. So that's something to look out for. Um, I, like some questions I would like to ask are like that you have to also ask yourself, will riders stop with just businesses? What's stopping people from running up into other people's homes and, and looting and, and burglary, home invasions and whatnot? I'll do it. I'm... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. It's, it's, it's going to be fucking fallout in this bitch, man. It's going to be free reign, Mad Max styles. It's the apocalypse out this bitch. And, I got a bust of sword. I'm prepared. Got, got, he's trapped. You, even though I think you, you should get that it. You should get it. Bullish. You saw fucking I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know about that, bro. Yo, <laughs> you quick, quick point, quick point, quick point, quick point, quick point. Uh, can we next time just talk about wholesome shit since we're talking about like being happy? Can we talk about like video games and like happy yes. shit that we're interested in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, yeah. I'm so done with fucking being depressed and talking about depression and like anxiety and like my dick not working after two o'clock. Like, no i absolutely agree like we gotta definitely switch it up and uh i think we just definitely had to get a lot of this out of the way existential shit off our chest and out of the way absolutely yeah dude um, <clears throat> do your piece i'm gonna i'm gonna shut up me okay. <laughs> all right man um and a, another question like will things ever go back to normal and um with that said i think that again i think whoever you are out there Plan to protect your home, purchase firearms, uh, or at least secure your home in some type of way. Security system, cameras and whatnot, locks on doors, bolts, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Um, arm yourselves with shit. I don't know, bats, home defense weapons, machetes and whatnot, legal bladed weapons, whatever. Body armor, something. Also have an escape route, a plan to stay, you know, to, and stay safe. Just in case shit gets really hot, you never fucking know. Know your way around. Know how to get. Know know an escape plan just in case your home is invaded and mm-hmm. you know people are rushing your door, breaking in, stealing shit or whatever. Have a plan. How are you gonna approach that situation? Have a plan if you need to escape your home. Make sure you have all that down packed. Or even if you have to leave your city, who the fuck knows? Who like I don't know. Shit gonna be like bird box out this bitch. I've uh, I don't believe the government shut it down. No, 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 nothing crazy. I don't know. I don't think anything crazy like that. But I mean. It, it it just seems like with it, with the scarcity going on with ammunition literally sold out practically fucking everywhere and anywhere you can find ammunition it's five times the price of of bullets it's of insane it it's 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 yeah panic buying i personally would avoid it but at this point like i really don't know man um there's no definite answer to a lot of shit in this podcast but no i what a, i realize that as we're talking like we yeah. didn't be decent yeah. <laughs> again be decent be, decent. be, be you know try, try to don't be respectful to everybody but like i think people just they need to earn your respect i i think just as i my, my story previously um people have this preconceived notion of people and 
you become disillusioned when that person doesn't live up to your expectations. Yeah. So I so I think you should vet people out a lot more, whether that's friendships, dating, acquaintances, mm-hmm. political views, and whatnot. Like you you can't just you can't just base who they are off of one little statement or one little thing they may have done or something like that. Or suck a nigga uh, dick or something. Suck a nigga dick or something. That's iconic. Slob on a knob. Slob on a knob. Like corn on the cob. Check, check, and check we mean. Do your job. job. So do your job. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. Do your fucking job. That's probably very sexist the way we're ending it like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But it's your fault for assuming that but, we're talking about women. We're talking no, about but dudes. like. Not at all. Like I'm just talking about, like, <laughs> like, like, a, like a good neighbor. State Farm is there, motherfucker. That's the fuck I'm talking about. But hold yeah. down, hold down the fort, hold down the neighborhood. You feel me, Jake? Jake? Jake the homie. Jake, Jake the, the big homie. homie with the khakis. You feel me? You got the khakis on crease. I am never wearing khakis again in my life. By the way, <laughs> not even the chinos. No, no I don't no, like. Um, I don't like the color khaki. Really? No, I don't like it. I hated that yeah. in school. I hated like. When, oh, definitely. Like, oh, the khakis, like, when you're broke as shit, you have to get them from Foreman Mills. Ugh. Vietnam flashbacks. And they're not dickies, so they're not the really comfortable ones. Uh, like, no. ones. And they were fucking ripped. Right. And they were, they were like. In the washer, and at the end of it, your fucking strings are fucking popping. See, they don't know the struggle. And then, they don't know the struggle. And then they were like, bro, they were like rice paper thin, like mm. your ass cheeks on a cold winter Let day. Let it rain. Let it rain so- twice when you're wearing them, bro. Shit is oh. fuck. Finito done. <laughs> but anyway, this yeah. has been like the third episode. Like I said, um, we're probably going to eventually start doing guests. We have a few in mind. Definitely, if Absolutely. there's anyone who wants to like debate us or talk to us about like definitely non-binary, LGBTQ+, etc. Um, I would love to talk about it. I have a few people in mind. Um, Jihad does too, and we're going to do that. Please have decent recording equipment i improved you see the difference between episode one two and three your boy is here at asmr um but um yeah like just have decent recording equipment be able to record it's quarantine time i know y'all niggas ain't doing shit um if you're a woke white person who want to talk about issues and say we're completely wrong i will call you racist but please come along um if you want to talk about anything we will eventually invite people on we just got to work on our shit first um but yeah this is episode three. Episode four is going to be more happier. And we're going to talk about cool shit like anime and video games. Um, but yeah, that's it. Have Take a good night, good. everyone. Or good day. This is 324 a.m. 324. Yeah. Um, we are not night morning people. We're night people because uh, we're black. Um, Demon Town. Always on Demon Town. Fabio Foreign. Click. Bow. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, y'all have a good one. All right. Bye. See you. All right.